Hey everybody, welcome to episode 75 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. Oh, this, if, if weeks were years, we would be three quarters of a century old. If years were seasons, this December would be the December of our December. If wishes were trees, the trees would be falling. <laughs> if wishes and butts were clusters of nuts, we'd all have a bowl of granola. <laughs> Uh, and I got on nothing those, to that's true. As the as the equipment comes apart around yeah. us, man, we need another pledge drive. Those bold words of wisdom. Hi, <laughs> we begin our seventy fifth glorious episode, the silver episode. I am your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the kitchen studio are Christopher Antista and Tyler oh, Wild. And hey, everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's. Fuck you! I saw you stealing shit in my yard the other night. Get the fuck out of here! Hey, you left a trap out. Get him out of here with peanut butter saltines. And I, I just assumed it was a gift. Get him out of here. Ow, get, ow. get the fuck out. Just he scratched the... me from gesturing. Get him out of here. Fine, I'll be back for the break. Fuck you. Ah, on that note. On that note. On that note, starts. let's... What, what was that? That's just... It starts. The show, ah. as in the show. Beautiful. The show. It starts. And then a couple people will be getting the number one entry. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So episode 75, this is obviously very important. So we're beginning with what is possibly our most important top five. <laughs> Jesus. No pressure, Don't. Chris. No. You, you put this together. Uh, I will go out on a limb. I propose this. I put it together. And this is the worst topic we've ever tackled. <laughs> it has it has no business ex- existing. I wanted to make a video showcasing it because it seemed fun to me. And then I realized no one is interested but me, possibly. <laughs> yeah, this this and, is and, like... Uh, and, this is You're like really the, selling it here. And, uh, at well, the end of a two-hour, no. a two-hour long pitch meeting. Why don't you, like the idea. Why why don't you tell, tell them me what no. the idea is before you why start downplaying? No. Okay, bear in mind with uh, temper your expectations. Mm-hmm. Starring Larry David. Mm-hmm. Um, right, this it'll, is, it'll be often. <laughs> this, uh, this is the top five games according to the 1994 box office. <laughs> okay. So, so, okay, on, on one end, like, Guardians of the Galaxy just happened. Yes. Uh, we sort of based... Fun la- movie. Last, uh, great. I, I had a great time yeah. with it. I actually... It made me realize something really disturbing about the Marvel Universe. What's that? The Marvel Universe is a society that is post-first contact. They know about aliens. Yes. Faster than light travel exists in this universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, alien gods, magic... Uh, it's post-singularity. Their AIs have surpassed humans in intelligence. It's like all this sci-fi shit that we can only dream of right now. Mm-hmm. And what's the world like? It's pretty much exactly like the world as it is today. People still use iPhones, presumably. There's or, still bitterness and aliens uh, have wives because they still get married. Yeah, But they, te- technologically, Earth is pretty much the same as it is in real life. And that's I sort like, of depressing to think about. I like the way James... Gunn described it as in the, like, well, Tony Stark's a genius, and but he still can't see the big picture. So he doesn't share his technology with the rest of the human race. Is that what, is that what you're? No, saying? no. Is that he he can't like? There's that awesome Thanos that is the tie that binds mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy to the Marvel Universe, but the Marvel Universe is still Earth centric and not aware of everything happening around it. Uh-huh. And it's but less I, complicated I, that but way. But in the comics, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Because but in the comics, it, 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 they did get experience, but it took place over a 30-year period. That's Th- true. This week's Laser Time was underrated sci-fi because for for me, I just wanted to see... But my, my point is, they hmm. should have Marvel Universe should have been decades ahead of the, the 20th century in the 60s. And and mm. now, like, you read the comics, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty much the modern world, but there's all these superheroes and magical shit that exists in, like, a layer above reality. There's a bunch of aliens that all have six-packs. They are yeah. all cut. Uh-huh. Cut! So we would just be taking selfies and writing, mm-hmm. like, hashtag 
we're not alone. It, tur- mm-hmm. it turns out the rest of the universe... Hashtag Spider-Man, because all of our thoughts revolve <laughs> around superheroes. It turns out the, yes. the rest of the universe, also very petty. Mm-hmm. Extremely, uh, yeah. Uh, also also speak uh, same English dialects that we've come to know and love in America. <laughs> true. Well, I, actually, I, I did read about that. Like, uh, James Gunn is amazing. Mm-hmm. And in the shot of him, uh, when he has he's in that usual suspects area, and they're scanning him, it says there's a English translator in his neck. Ah, so it's the, a lot of that. A lot of that. that those holes you want to. So poke, they, they like, have babelfish, basically. They did. They had. He has a babelfish in his in his neck. God, one of my favorite. Forever. You guys gotta go to Clickhole sometime. Yes. Because it's it's like uh, mm-hmm. it's like the Onion if the Onion were making fun of BuzzFeed instead of newspapers. Yes. And they just they did an article that was like there's only like five plot holes in movies and the people who paid for them, and it would just describe a plot hole in a film and. Who on the crew had to die because <laughs> of his egregious error? Yes. Uh, but nice. so you listen to Cape Crisis? No, we're going to talk about that in yeah. full because there's a lot I want to say about it. But could you explain just, the concept of how a game can be uh, a top game based on box well, office? I, what I, what That's I, a film term, Chris. What I did is is that to me, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of closed out the summer. Uh, the summer box office. I know we still have Ninja Turtles, but the reviews are coming in. If you enjoyed VGA's worst Ninja Turtles episode, you'll be very happy to know that reviews hate this movie. <laughs> if you <laughs> enjoy <laughs> life, you may not enjoy Ninja The reviews Turtles. are terrible. So let's say Guardians of the Galaxy is the close of the box office season. In like 1993, 19, I think Jurassic Park I loved. So the next year, I saw everything. If you, if I went and looked at a list of 1994 movies, mm-hmm. just a list of everything that came out, and it's like, I, I saw everything. Everything was important to me. Wow! I mean, we, I was just at that age where everything was important to me. I could, I had to see everything. Even the Sylvester Stallone picture that we'll probably talk about. Uh, no, we won't talk about. Oh, the specialist. I was thinking cliffhanger. Cliffhanger ninety three. Ninety three. Ninety three. Really? Yes, okay. ninety three. Uh, but ninety four. But uh, ninety four. One, it's it's twenty years. It's uh, exact twenty years to the nineteen ninety four well, box yeah, office. Good point. Good and then when I looked at it, and, and we're closing out summer, so this is yes. when most of these movies came out. It is. It is. It's most of these movies are completely like actually they're all summer movies, I believe, mm-hmm. um, because that's that's the tentpole season. And I am aware of how I'm starting to sound. You do not need to point it out. I have approached an area of. When I was young, we walked uphill both ways. But I keep repeating that, like... When I was young, we didn't have to dye our pubes to <laughs> keep them from showing all the gray. What, what it's become is, when I was young, we had shitty licensed games based off <laughs> movies all the time, and we loved it! We didn't know any better! It was garbage! And then, so, like, looking at the, like, the top 20 movies, 50% of them had games. Had big wow. console games. Now they have iPhone games. Some of them, but not not mm-hmm. a lot of them. Like you would be like, and it was brought on because we both I discovered like a couple weeks ago that like finally Forrest Gump, uh, making the top ten an over like a sixty percent. Oh, that's right. Has sixty percent game representation for the nineteen ninety four top grossing movies, thanks to Forrest Gump. That's wow. crazy. With with the iPhone endless runner run Forrest run, and it's the only it's the only time that's even. I, I give it a pass because that's there's a portion of the movie that's an endless runner. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. It did happen. Yeah, I'm. I'm so glad though that it it took the worst meme from 1994 <laughs> and revived it for no good goddamn reason. The Forrest Gump shit happens. The game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, memes in 1994 were things you yelled at kids on the playground. Yeah, and... that were re- seen in movies and repeated endlessly. At this, like Jim Carrey, yeah. kids were making their asses talk. They were yelling, yeah. "Smoking." I mean, like I was younger. Was I was younger than you guys. I don't know how old you were in 1994, but I was a young okay. boy. Oh wow, you found that fast. Indeed, I did. I wonder if I it's wonder on the why. list. Uh, <laughs> and it was it was literally there was one kid in every fucking PE class mm-hmm. that when you crossed the goddamn finish line, he said, "Run, Forrest, run!" Ick, ick, ick. You just want to kick him in the balls. Mm. And well, our See, school I, was our school was worse. There'd be guys in the 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 step crutches what do you call those mm-hmm. the little wheels on the front and they stand and right. they push themselves along and go speed racer go uh, speed I, again awful i didn't say see, it whenever a lot. whenever kids ran for the bus at my school uh they would repeat something like run forest run but with a different f word oh <laughs> oh is it a kids in the hall sketch no. Okay. Running. F- I can't I even say it again. It. No, you can't. Uh, I can. It's illegal. The Tumblerati will be after me in a moment. They will. Mm-hmm. But this is the, the, the top. They're not great. Like, some of them, the ones that I didn't think would be any good okay. are the best. Really? It's so, crazy. So we Just can, to recap, the best these are, are the highest gross. These are the top five games based according on, to the 1994 right. box so office. They say so, based on to, the five highest grossing movies that had games made out of them. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, because, like, the first one, I believe, comes in, like, number 13 uh, uh, for the year. What is it? Let me check. Yeah, number 13 with $196 million made, half the budget of Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Uh, number five. Number five. Number five. And I literally have no sound. I couldn't find a particular sound to introduce it, so I made one myself with AT&T text-to-speech uh, uh, website. Stargate. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't find one sound from Stargate. Stargate, not not an iconic one. What uh, was like the Stargate had, game? It, it's just the Stargate. Just I imagine Stargate? it's probably a side scroller about shooting things. As but it's like, I, I don't want to undersell it. I am assuming Stargate has its fans because I think at oh, this because it has like three TV series. At this that moment, people apparently there are seven hundred episodes of a Stargate series airing yeah. right now. Stargate is G one. Yeah. Stargate Ultimate. Ninja I think Storm. I was talking about that. Like your mom gave mom that to Stargate. you as a. And yes. remember back when someone handed you a DVD box set and they were rare enough and like, well, I guess I gotta watch it. And like, yeah. we got it at that point. We're like, it'd be rude to throw this away, but we're never gonna open this. Yeah. It's it, it's it's gone in reverse too. Where I've gotten my mom DVD box sets of shows I know she fucking loves, uh-huh. and like six years later. Mom, uh, the cellophane is still on that DVD box that I got you for Christmas six years ago of a show you specifically told me that you loved and would love to watch again. But that, but then again, now she's she's tech savvy. She got got a smart TV. She, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix though. Why would I ever open? Why would I ever put a disc <laughs> into excellent point into something? It's hard. Like I don't have a TV in my room, and it's like uh, I will. I don't buy DVDs to watch in my room. It's got to be online. It has to be online, or else I cannot watch it on my iPad. Who needs Who needs DVDs? Well, that Blu-rays. Kind of wish I had one at this point, but it, because I can't watch anything I currently own, only what's ah. available to me on streaming services. Mm. Um, thank what God. Was this, uh... What? Oh, Stargate. Stargate. Yeah, Stargate. 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 It is. It has f- like I. 
astoundingly, it has scrolling levels. Astoundingly, it is the best game on this list. Really, actually. totally, huh. completely. It has it has incredibly tight controls. It has reasonable and and somewhat clear exploration elements. So, so it's you, not, you you actually played these? Yeah, I did. Oh, cool. I did. We ha- we will have a video going up adjacent to this, and I apologize if I repeat the same jokes because I didn't write down uh, two. For for both of these, <laughs> but but it, 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 they have really tight controls. It's really it's kind of violent. It's it's very pretty. the The sprites are very detailed. Uh, the likenesses of Kurt Russell and James Spader appear in black screens with just their faces. Uh, I think it's everything hmm. a Stargate fan could want, but I can't imagine what a Stargate fan looks like. What a Stargate I, fan! Wants. I've never met one. Hmm. Uh, I know this. Mo- I remember this movie not being bad. I, I, I not only have no interest in, in revisiting it, I refuse to. See, what I'm imagining is that head from the thing that sprouts the legs. Like that's what a Stargate fan looks like. That's not true. Yes, it is. We've you know very, it is. We've been very rude to the Stargate Atlantis fans at this point. I feel very terrible about what we've done. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it is without a doubt the best game on this list. Period. It is the even even better than the number one, which is pretty brutal. Uh, but th- this it's it's not terribly hard. I love I love the, being able to fire guns in multiple directions. It wasn't a common thing with Super Nintendo platformers being able to backtrack and go in other areas and it, so, where we, you talk to people. And it's very clear where things are. That's not the case with another one of the games on the list. You get to fight that dude from the crying game at the end. <laughs> what? Yeah, he he played Ra in Stargate. Oh uh, uh, wait. I almost knew his name. Shit. The one who played Dill in uh, no, I, The Crying Game, which no, is the only scene that anybody t- remembered from that movie, apparently. No, I love it when Forrest Whitaker gets killed. I remembered. Oh, okay. I remembered. I've seen The Crying Game numerous times. It's the story of my life. Making out with the, with someone and they turn out to have a dick. Happen- it could happen to anyone. Happen okay. to anyone. Really? It happens to Hank every weekend. Especially if we um, got a 5 o'clock show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's... I wish we had more to say. I was hoping somebody would remember Stargate or like a, a plot element I, of it. Uh, well, there's a gate. Yeah. Some military dudes go through a gate yes. and it turns yeah. out, oh, this is where the aliens that founded Egyptian oh, civilization Oh, and the gate from. does that Alex Mack effect. Yes! Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. That I remember. Totally. It's almost how Loki approaches... In the opening of Avengers, it's like it's like some some graphics you know production company learned how to make like liquid mercury mm-hmm. effect and like just got hired for every film for a good like five year period. Yeah, that's probably true. And then you find out, oh, it's actually a giant tub of uh, liquid mercury, and they yes. just film it on its side, and the actors walk down like They're on all a wire. It's, it's sort of like a Batman thing in reverse. See, I warned everybody this would be bad and non-video game centric, <laughs> but it is going to give us an, an excuse to talk about movies because where this falls yeah. on the because that's what we like really that, need like on like that the Mel show. Gibson movie. What Stargate fans want? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the games we aren't mentioning are The Shadow, The Little Rascals, Time Cop, oh. Street Fight. Like that's how oh, many the Shadow of these... got a game. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm assu- Lassie had a game. That movie came out in '94. Uh, I, I'm guessing the next Karate Kid may have had a game. Um, Ace Ventura eventually had a point-and-click game. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, Star Trek Generations. All these things had games. The Santa Claus eventually got a game. came out in 94. That's true. Uh, it didn't come out in 94, and it wouldn't have made the list anyway. No, the Stargate is at number 13. So number. So I'm just just because... God, I really hope in the Ace Ventura game you can like you click on a bathroom and it says, Do not go in there. Do, no, 
it's based on the cartoon. Oh, oh boy. But hold, hold tight. We'll, we'll okay. scratch that itch in a second. Um, I'm going to take you up the list because Stargate is I the... I do have a Jim Carrey itch. Oh, it's, 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 it's actually... I'm curious. I've had to go to a doctor several times. Stargate, uh, Stargate is the only one that falls outside of the top 10 highest grossing movies of 1994. Huh. Um, up next, number 12, Pulp Fiction. Uh, Pulp Fiction had a game? No, on the box oh, office okay. list. It didn't have a game. Uh... Number eleven, disclosure, because uh, you would be, make a terrible game. It would. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, yeah, but it would. You know where it would have to be made? Japan. Mm. Be great. In fact, I think you can get a nice. There's probably a nice disclosure mod for Killer Is Dead, um, <laughs> because Ubisoft was not yet on the Tom Clancy boner train. We don't nice. have a clear and present danger game. Uh, we don't have a video game, but I think there is an analog game for Interview with a Vampire. And nobody wanted a game about number eight, four weddings and a funeral. No. Uh, and and I would have loved to see a game. I think it's really it's time for a really high concept, dumb and dumber game. That's number seven. Yes. Which brings us to number six in the box office and number number four on our list. Any guesses here? Don't do it. I'm actually just going to try and play the sound. <laughs> Did anybody hear that? Um, yabba dabba do. Did you hear that? Is that Any guesses? Any guesses? I'm gonna guess Flintstones. Uh, let me consult my list. Um, I can't be sure as at this juncture. Oh, it's Jetsons. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> no, it's it's the Flintstones. Snagglepuss. Oh, the, but the the weird. It's a strangely ironic thing of like everything on this list. This is the number six highest grossing movie well, my. Of, of 1994. I remember seeing it. I saw it 50 times and never liked it. No. I don't. I don't know. I just sort of assumed it came out like closer to 2000 when John Goodman was having a really dark period. No, I, I looked into it and apparently John Goodman was high. Like Steven Spielberg got the rights to the Flintstone movie and demanded. That John Goodman be involved, not only because he can clearly do an impression and looks the part of mm-hmm. someone out of shape. Uh, he <laughs> he was a giant Flintstones fan and collected Flintstones memorabilia because oh. that's what baby boomers do with things that suck. Right. And I wanted, I really wanted Anne here just because, like, Anne, you you know what the Flintstones are other than a punchline to things people say that you, they're a vitamin. Yeah, they're a vitamin. They are still a vitamin. Yes, no. and, and the mascots the fruity pebbles. I'm sure she's so seen the Flintstones. She, she's a generation of children who have uh, grown up with Fred Flintstone as the on? guy who's continually getting his cereal stolen by his best friend and neighbor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, my name is Bob Bubble, and I'm here to say. No, no, no. He said, "I'm the master rapper." I'm the master rapper, and I'm here to say in one of his many, many disguises. Yes. Yes. <laughs> The many faces. I love fruity pebbles in a major way. (laughs) Meanwhile, Anne's on a plane to Montreal for the job she works at. Uh, (laughs) Anne, you don't, you don't, you don't know about Flintstones. But it's like I don't know. I feel like when we get to that defending your life portion of heaven as Americans, I feel like we're going to have to answer Mm. to the Flintstones. Yeah, and like the number of hours you've spent watching the Flintstones, just like as an unemployed adult, I haven't done it yet, but I I have considered it. (laughs) Such a good source of tropes, though. I love referencing Flintstones, like the I have to go to the bowling tournament and my wife's birthday. That's that's great. Like I, I've totally. They were ah. the shittiest sitcoms in a. They were the shittiest sitcom universe formulas in the universe, 
but they would sometimes add a saber tooth, and that made them awesome. Yeah, there, there would be a saber tooth on occasion. And I mean, Flintstones are the reason for one of the meanest offhand comments my mom has ever made to me. Oh, I like this. There Let's was hear. there was a summer I was I was home from college, and I didn't really do much. Like all my friends were busy <laughs> with other stuff, didn't really do much. I kind of just ended up sitting around the house watching a lot of Cartoon Network, and at one point, like. Uh, I left the TV on and left the room and like Flintstones came on while I was doing something with the computer and I came back in and my mom was saying like are you watching Flintstones like no no I just left the room I was like well good because I'd be really upset if you <laughs> sunk that low <laughs> I, that happened to me with a fucking babysitter I'm, it's 4 o'clock tuning into Animaniacs and she's like you still watch this shit I'm like yeah why are you judging me I'm like trying not to but technically you're too old to have a babysitter like, <laughs> like I, fuck Sorry. pretty lady you ruined my life but the, the yeah. Flintstones game is uh, as you would expect fucking terrible yeah. your, Flintstones your, games one million strong and grown your, me- your mechanics are uh, rolling bowling balls because that was a big portion of, of the course. movie of course yes. uh, throwing rocks and jumping and dying a lot and uh, I, ironically what it does turn out to be is an excellent John Goodman simulator uh, you move extremely slow. Every time you stop, the idle animation is Fred out of breath. And if you stop for long enough, he eats. And that's, that's there's nothing more Just, John Goodman. He's like the, the reverse of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, yes. He, he does not get impatient or frustrated. He'll breathe even heavier and then eat a giant <laughs> so turkey leg. Is it is it a digitized John Goodman? Yes. or like So it's not cartoon Fred yes. Flintstone. And there's just... It has the... Of everything I played, the worst gameplay sequence of you... Like the sound of you moving your car, ah, but yes. Bam Bam as a lifeless sprite has dropped from the top of the universe, and you need to bounce them off your car for 600 oh, miles why? throughout. It, it's so awful, and, and it also has it, the level's not over until you drive into Rock Donald's, the McDonald's tie. Where McDonald's uh, very it's called Rock Donald's, not like RC Donald's. Very brief, but McDonald's itself rebranded itself Rock Donald's when of the Flintstones movies came out. Oh my Fuck god! Everything. Although Flintstone does come from an era of theme songs that I love, mm-hmm. where it's like Flintstones. Yeah. This is the name of the show, and it's these the are show. the characters. Mm-hmm. We'd like to show Teenage you. Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Transformers, and Wasn't it weird that every theme song was to that tune? Right? Yeah. We Jetsons. Don't. These are the Jetsons. We don't trust you to discern for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're... <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the darker time of 90s sitcoms where it was just really sad songs over people on roller coasters. But mm-hmm. uh, I prefer the era where they just told me what the show was about. What yeah. I think is tragic, number five on the list of top uh, grossing movies of 1994 does not have a game oh. um, after Flintstones, and that's Speed, which I just huh. rewatched. It should be a pretty good game. It, it has Possibly. The f- It'd be like Desert Bus, Desert Bus but Eventful. No, no, no. It should be like... Uh, an indie game like Gods Will Be Watching where you just have to like it's just a point and click adventure where you have to make uh, hard decisions about what speed to go mm-hmm. no one's gonna like this but the Loco Cycle formula is perfect for it Duh. did anybody play Loco Cycle yes I watched my that game play it, that game ironically. doesn't ever stop really a, a couple, but just a couple of mi- uh, varied mini games based on constantly moving forward 
Mm-hmm. That's the only thing it has to do. Speed, it's, I wish Speed had a game. I wish somebody would give me like two weeks to think of the perfect Speed game because I knew I could. Uh, weirdly, I recently read Roger Ebert's review of Speed. Loved it. It's, loved no, it. I saw it. I saw it again it's recently. A good, it's a good action. It's fantastic. Movie. It is. It, it is fantastic. It's totally grounded in reality. There's like no CG in the entire thing. Uh, it, it, it works really well. All the dialogue's written by Joss Whedon. Never knew that. Um, wow. I didn't know that either. It's, it's supremely evident when you Speed watch it. Speed two, now. however, with the boat. Come on! Oh, there's nobody like, saw that. Shit. It has that movie has the most endings of any movie ever. I think John <laughs> Willem Dafoe dies like eight times. It, <laughs> wow. It's incredible. That movie has so many endings. Uh, but we move on to number three of our list. Number four on the list of the box. Number three in our list. Number four on the box office list. <laughs> okay. Let me see if you guys can get this. I may have ruined it already. It really sucks. Smoking! Ah, yes. So, did anybody else watch this movie 1,100 times? Yes. Uh, on yes. VHS? Mask with Eric Stoltz no, no, no. and Shane. No, was no, great. not the same. Not, <laughs> not on VHS. My friend was rich and had a laser disc. Oh, shit. Player. Was it green, too, like wow. the VHS? Uh, I don't remember what the disc looked like. I just remember that it was the only laser disc he had for wow. his la- dad's laser disc player. But we could pause it when Cameron Diaz's oh. skirt came up. Ooh. I totally did that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. And then we mm. would we would do that and look at it and go, wow. Because, kids, we couldn't just Google boobies. No. Huh. no. Well, also, the, it's interesting that you mentioned Laserdisc because this movie, The Mask, was also used on like a demo disc for DVDs when that format first oh, really? hit consumers. Really? Yeah. And I remember like... Wait, wait, wait. Which game are you talking about? The mask. There's a well. There's a PC game based on the comic. That's a well, very good. No, what I'm talking about is the mask movie. Oh, okay, sorry. When DVDs start first hit, and they were trying to sell consumers on them. Yeah. Like they had in-store displays that were using the mask to advertise them, and one of the things they were doing is like, look, you can watch deleted scenes, and they had this scene where I, I think it's just sort of happens off camera mm. in the movie that like. This journalist sells him out, and then she gets shoved into a printing press, and then it prints, like, news of her death with her blood. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed that scene, which was cut from the film, Man, I because knew that it's was so fucking movie. dark. Uh, well, I, great. Have you ever seen, I, I played... It was the only PC game I've ever rented from I've a video store. I never played the game. I loved the movie... I, I would say I, I still love the movie, actually. Well, I, that, a good what, movie. What I sort of wrote about is, like, the the game doesn't have the luxury of floating itself on digital technology, whereas the movie did at the time. It yeah. looked very impressive. I cannot imagine it still does. Mm-hmm. I have not no, seen that it. that Awooga face is still pretty good. Uh, I have that yeah. sound. Uh, let's see if that works. Maybe it'll just be Stargate. Do you get the whole wolf face that size, guys? Tech save. <laughs> yep, that happened. Uh, that happened. He also screams during his... Te- no, that was actually him. Remember there's a scene in the movie where he holds out a horn? Yeah, and, mm. and, and lips. That's a move in the game, and it like it is very authentic is. to the it, like. But the sprite motions in the game are beautiful, mm. but there are four of them, mm. and they occur constantly. Oh. Was the game based on the movie, or was it based on the, the based animated on the movie, series? But it has a shitload of guns, ah, which is is, is like does. very weird. Looking at these old games and like how much gunplay they had. He had like, a Tommy gun in the movie, but yeah. that was the a only Tommy gun. A Tommy gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the comics, he was a complete sociopathic oh, murderer. Yes. That, and I didn't experience that except for the PC game. Like, now shove this up the burglar's ass. Like, what? Okay. This is great. <laughs> this game is awesome. This game. 
Uh, yeah, uh, but the the mask, I have no idea if it holds up, and I have no interest in watching it, but yeah. I watched it I, watch I'd it rather much. leave that in my memories from 20 years so ago. Much. I'm going to watch it again so much. You're going to regret it. Uh, the, yeah. it's, the, it's the movie, I've told the story before, I was on kind of a date with a, with a girl. What? Mm, and I'm eating a jawbreaker, and I accidentally swallowed it, and I began choking... And I'm like, this is embarrassing. I would rather die than ask her for help and just, like, resign to die. And I was it's the only time I've been unable to breathe. I've never felt that before. And then eventually my body coughed it up. But it was about a minute of, like... Thinking you're gonna die. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I do not want to deal with the embarrassment of having to call for help. And God, the, the last thing you see is Jim Carrey. I had not. <laughs> With giant teeth, <laughs> I, I, I had not had sex yet. I was very, very eager. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that would it, it didn't pan out for another couple for another decade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but oh, and on the mask, the VHS also a really awesome episode of Space Ghost at the end of it. How about it's this sort of, though? If hmm. if you haven't seen the mask, kids, mm-hmm. see it. Let us know. <laughs> this, yes, is it okay? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. There are, are alarming number of speed runs on the internet. For the mask, really? most of them boiling down to like nine minutes, because you could, it, it's so floaty and awful. It is the worst wow. browser game you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> the hit detection is atrocious. You can kind of run through it, flailing your arms, nice. and you you will avoid being hit because everything fucking kills you. It has a horrible save system. Everything about it is awful. I, I could not stand this game. It's so fucking bad. just like how Jim Carrey runs through his career. Yeah, well, he, hmm. he said I was. I had to read about that. Like, why did Jim Carrey not? Re- why did they not make more of these? And Jim Carrey said, like, yeah, when I returned to Ace Ventura, I thought the result was awful. I'm not doing that again. I'm not, yeah, because the... And it was. Kids, don't watch mm-hmm. The Mask 2. Yeah, which was made Son of the 10 Mask. years oh, later. Son of the, Mask. The, the game, I believe, had a contest with Nintendo Power to win a role in The Mask 2. And I, if I was a really good journalist, I would track whatever fucker, like... <laughs> Really, a decade? Yeah. This contest I won as a te- as a teenager. You want me to show up this Jamie Kennedy movie in two thousand five? <laughs> is it is this still valid? And what I, happens is that the dog wears the mask. And mm. but that happened in the original. It movie, did actually. actually. Yeah, um, and the end was funny. It was funnier in the original. It was also uh, had more of a budget. And strangely, in an en- an enemy in the game. Yeah, but mm-hmm. a lot of guns, a lot of guns. We'll see that. We'll see that as a consistent uh, through line. In, I love that Jamie movies. Kennedy was the one yeah. to confront his critics. And, and somehow Alan Cumming came out of that squeaky fucking clean <laughs> after playing the villain. Yeah. That's true, but he always does. That's true. He always because does. He's he amazing. He he's awesome. He's very versatile. Mm-hmm. And I, I still, like, I want a definitive answer. This is neither here nor there. Why has Nightcrawler never returned? Like, the only person to never return in an X-Men movie is Nightcrawler, and his character was fucking awesome mm-hmm. in X2. Mm. Well, and, maybe he'll come back now that they've uh, wiped X3 from the canon. Well, I think they wiped everything from the cannon. Who knows? Well, they have one more in their belly. Who knows? Mm-hmm. What? Sorry, number two. Right. I'm going to see if you guys can get number this. Number two. Week. Got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. Ooh, <laughs> no. Sorry, sorry. Um, let me see. Th- this is a line I say all the time. I said on a podcast, people think I'm a monster. Uh, it comes from this movie. Plenty of people out there have already gotten it. Oh, gosh, she's got the most incredible body and a pair of titties. Make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. Ass like a ten-year-old boy. <laughs> what? 
God, what I love those. Fuck? I love those lines. You, I, you will, you will kick yourself when I tell you what. This you have movie said is. that I haven't asked like a ten-year-old boy before. <laughs> I was uncomfortable. You do. you do. I know. But I, I, I've never heard either of those titties that'll make you stand up and beg for buttermilk and ask like a ten-year-old boy. And then, and like, if I didn't know better, I'd say it was that's from the edited for TV version. No, because the real lines are way too filthy. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if how this movie holds up. It's the only one I, I think the main one I would go watch again. Uh, that was Bill Paxton. Ah. We got to hear him in his boisterous phase. Oh, gosh, he's got the most incredible body and a pair of titties. Make you want to stand up and beg for buttermilk. Ass like a 10-year-old boy. <laughs> and then we get to see him beat up and tortured. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> Nothing? Bill Paxton, 1994. Say, What's the box office gross? Uh, the box office gross is $378 million, coming in at number three of the highest-grossing movies of wow. 1994. I can, I'll give it away here. Directed by James Cameron. It's not Aliens. <laughs> not 94, <laughs> no. Um, it's the Forgotten Cameron movie. I, in between T2 and Titanic. The Abyss? Ghosts of the Abyss? <laughs> wow. no. It's got Arnold in it. Wow. I, 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 people out there might be just True kidding. lies? True lies! It is it's true lies. lies. It is true lies. It is true Jesus. lies the game. And I, can't, uh, I haven't been able to structure a great joke out of this, but when we were growing up, depictions of games in the media uh, and depictions of games in, in mainstream pop culture were basically itchy and scratchy. Hyper-violent, mm-hmm. lots of yes. blood and guns. And that, that wasn't... It was a lie. Except that it was true. I've never played True Lies. It is the bloodiest, most graphic game I have seen in the Super Nintendo, was like it? Shy of Mortal Kombat. The movie, it was like PG-13. No, the movies are. Is it? The okay. movies are. The, the game is one of the first Super Nintendo boxes I've seen with the TV. So you're saying the media's depiction of games was a true lie? Yeah. Well, it's just that... Uh, I'm saying true lies was a true lie, was the <laughs> truest lie. Because it, 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 like, everything you... All those angry moms depicting movies of, like, mm-hmm. they're shooting innocent civilians. Like, no, they're not. Grand Theft Auto is, like, years away. Uh, true <laughs> lies, you can murder civilians You're graphically like, and wow. bloody. No, they're not. The I'm a clairvoyant. I've seen. This is the only sound effect I grab from the game. Um, I want to d- make the distinction. There's one... The third noise is a civilian being murdered. Um, the other two are enemies. I got a little dick. It's pathetic. It's the wrong noise. It's very Nick Cage, though. That performance. <laughs> And that noise popping up is Tom Arnold telling you, it's an election year. Don't kill civilians. You'll have to start the... I'm not kidding. It, like, it's it's crazy. Like, this game is fucking well, nuts. Normally, I'd let you do that. But, you know, this year, regional's hey. coming around to do an inspection of the store. So don't murder any <laughs> civilians. It's, uh, it's... It, I, I, this is the second actual best game on the list. It's, a, it's like, loaded. There's a nice little strafe button. It's mm-hmm. isometric. You mow down people, like hordes of people, bloodily and violently nice. with numerous different guns that just, you find. Just to remind just everyone, like in the, movie. <laughs> the best game on the list is Stargate, correct? Stargate. Yes, I'm not kidding. Okay. I'm not kidding. That game holds up the best. Hmm. The best. And, and like I, I, I captured a picture. Do you remember how True Lies ended? Uh, all I can remember is Jamie Lee Curtis doing the, the strips tease. That, that, there's a... Every, Please tell me that's in the game Well, somehow. there's a... There's a 
Can uh, you like mow down a horde or like a horde of strippers? There's a highly mosaic JPEG that in- introduces every level, and ah. I think Jamie Lee Curtis is in there. But most of it is isometric murder. Uh, but the, remember, the end of the movie was him flying the jet and mm-hmm. catching the terrorist onto the missile. Right. Yes. And, fu- and and so the game does its absolute best with horribly mosaic JPEGs to recreate that with the jet. And I I love love how the the, the game ends. You hear the jet. You hear the guy scream. Hold on, I'll try and narrate it, because this might not work. That's the Arab guy. Boom, picture of Arnold hugging his daughter, and then credits music. (laughs) 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 Dangerously close to a chess master here. But it's that fast. It's just, and the ending still is him dancing with the scantily clad Jamie Lee Curtis with credits rolling over it. Uh, True Lies, it's the one I, w- I most want to revisit. You want to rewatch True Lies? I do, I do actually. Mm. I don't know. It's getting it mixed up with Eraser in my head. That one's horrible. Is it? Yeah, okay. to- completely. That's that's when Arnold lost his way. Yeah, uh, that was that was that was the beginning of the end for him. He was an, he was an instant like hundred million dollar movie maker mm-hmm. up until Eraser. Yeah. I was I was actually when you played that I was actually kind of hoping that to hear like a badly digitized uh, recording of his "You're fired" line. I I I could be wrong. None of that ever happens in the game. Uh, uh, at least not the, the, the Super Nintendo version that I played. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Genesis version is any more violent. I know the German versions all had green blood. Of course. The, yeah, that uh, makes tons of sense. Totally. Uh, totally. See, see, you want to watch True Lies? I, where I believe. I want to watch The Mask because I believe that Jim Carrey holds up. I think he always holds to, up. To me, it seems that seems like a performance that like no one else could have done. I, yeah. I, and, mm-hmm. I think he always holds up. I don't, I don't think I've rewatched a Jim Carrey movie. Liar, liar. Uh, yeah. Go watch Liar, Liar. Uh, he He's the best part of the film. Uh, Still. Bruce Almighty. No. When Nature Calls. That one doesn't count. When Nature... Yeah. No. It's not... But, Ace, but he's always the best part of the, the original film. original Ace Ventura. Like, it... Whenever it comes on cable, I'm like, this is a fucking mm. masterpiece. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is this is bad and it's yeah. ugly. I say like, that he holds up and that he will always be the best part of any film yeah. that he's in. The Grinch. Disgusting. That movie mm-hmm. is atrocious. Yeah. I fucking hate that movie so much. I just I hate it. On, I've never seen it. It's gross. It it's yeah, so bad. You guys hate it on principle. I also, I also, I also hate it that it's completely transformed the Grinch in the minds of an, an, an entire generation. Yeah, that's the principle you hate it on, and I hate mm-hmm. it too. For I that. don't hate it for that reason. It's a very, very ugly retelling of a very, like, a very yes. important Christmas story that lasts two and a half hours. Mm. Yeah, it's excruciating well, it's to watch. It's a bad film. It's excruciating to watch. Cannot stand it. Go to. I went on the Universal tour last year, and the fucking whole set is there, just sitting there, sun damaged. It looks. It looks like my grandma in South Florida's. It looks like her pool. It's disgusting. Look, Every, I have to support Canadian comedians. I just have to. You'll have plenty of opportunities because they're all Canadian comedians. I know. Canadians so are naturally have, funny. According to the 1994 box office list, we have okay. two more movies oh, left. Oh, okay. Um, can you guess which one is... You have two oh, movies there's, to there's choose two from. movies left from 1994. The two highest grossing movies. One of which had a game. Of 1994. We just mentioned one of them had a game recently so that's why it doesn't count and it's because mobile we'll never do a mobile game as part of our top five will we? I don't rem- <laughs> not if we can not unless mm. it's like XCOM which is amazing well, it, it's and it was Forrest Gump so the other highest grossing movie in 1994 besides Forrest Gump was uh, I don't remember I'm not that's Brad the thing. I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think I don't anybody know. will remember but like you'll feel really 
you'll feel silly when I tell you what it is. Because like, Independence oh, Day. that's what it had to be. No. It came out in 94. Where uh, is that, actually? That was definitely 94, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Me too. Maybe we're just confused because it was always abbreviated to ID4. I don't, but it had a PlayStation game, not a Super Nintendo game. So oh, maybe yeah. it was one year later. Maybe. Um, no, you'll feel really silly. I played it at the beginning. It starts. Hmm. Hmm. It's one of the first movies I can remember that had the voice actors actually, like, Doing part on a cartridge, like they, you can wow. hear the voice actors. If it was, if it was R, I wasn't allowed to see it. Dennis the Menace. Does that sound like it's rated R? No. Home Alone. Dennis the Menace is, is ninety four. No, not well, that's ninety two. With Home Alone two, Lost in New York. Hey. Cool. Oh, now, cool. Cool. Again, I think people are, are kicking their stereos because I can't envision how people listen to podcasts these days. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I already played you one character. Uh, this will definitely give it away. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. You guys still don't have this. Uh, Lion King? It is the Lion oh, King. Of the course. Lion King is the highest grossing movie of 1994. It kind of sounds like the priest in Hearthstone, but yeah, Lion King. That's, that's, t- that's, J- that's J-E-J. James Earl Jizzle. Yes. Um, uh, it's clearly Lion King because... $877 million of 1994 mo- uh, that, movie money. That movie is about... Uh, well, you know, nepotism, royalty, uh, prolonging an outdated system of government. Yes, or is it about uh, maintaining a homeostasis with your own environment, which mm. couldn't be maintained? Imperialism. Yeah. Everything the light touches is Ra- racist is dis- disenfranchisement what, of hyenas. The way they talk yeah. about it, though, is is in like this is all of our kingdom, and we need to keep it safe. Yeah, no, and the no, hyenas no. take over for a week, and there's an entire drought. For its couple years. He's not saying this is our kingdom, all of the animal kingdom. He's saying this is ours. We own it. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone mess with it. Yes. We all you kings. other animals are our serfs. We can eat yes. you if we want. Yeah, we I we demand prima terrible with film. your you're, interspecies wives. Stop. You're failing to recognize this as a black man saying this to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. This is, <laughs> this is where he sings diversity. It if out if I, course. Mufasa, desire to sleep with a toucan within my domain, <laughs> I shall do so. Son, yes. your wife is now mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> prima uh, Okay, not surprising that it's the highest grossing film of the year. Mm-hmm. I played the game. Do not remember how it was. But that, it, it was. was it's it was, hard. It's brutal. It was that big of a thing. I think everyone alive then played the game. That's know. and that's why that's why yeah. I wanted to bring it up because like I think this game was played well into the PlayStation generation mm-hmm. and oh. continued being purchased. Okay, and I, I, I point out that you yeah. start out as as Simba the Lion Cub like in the movie, and then you you turn into Matthew Broderick Simba. Oh, so it is essentially a link to the past of Disney games. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well before Ocarina. But in the SNES Ocarina version, time. if Ocarina. you pause it at the right time, you can see that the wind says gay. <laughs> it says sex. <laughs> and it actually it says SFX <laughs> for the company that made the special effects that uh, we've, we've ruined with Urban Legend. Yes. Of course. Um, uh, I love those Urban Legends but Lion King, Disney Lion movies. Lion King holds up great. The game is, is actually pretty stunning. I I don't want to bore you guys. I'm the big Disney nerd. This I remember is, it looking good. This is when Virgin had started making these Disney games and was actually employing Disney animators. So the sprites were fucking gorgeous, and the movement was authentic to the movies. Uh, and 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 one of my favorite things, and I don't know why more games didn't do this. But one one like we oh shit. The other day we were talking about Kingdom Hearts and their awful Lion King levels, how they all look the same. 
in every game you go to the fucking great the Serengeti again this is awesome mm-hmm. shrub Shru- it's an excuse to probably render a bunch of sand but the, the levels in Lion King are, are incredibly diverse my, my favorite being the second level which is is the level is like the, a music video of yeah. the musical number just level, can't wait to level one paid. is the jungle level two is the mighty jungle <laughs> and it's the pride lens a terrible song joke <laughs> it's the pride lens oh. uh, yes Timon and Pumbaa are there representing with some uh, bug mini I think I've talked too long about this but that's what it is it's Lion King everybody yay, yay. I think it's on a people I really think it's on a people played I meant to look up and also it's a what it's a platformer and but yeah. there's just there's a lot of different things to do. Like yeah, halfway through the good. game, you adopt a different character with a different move set. I'm not saying it's a you. bad thing. I'm just trying to explain for people who have not seen True. or heard of or ever played this game. It is a side scroller, and you're similar in your game. Yeah. Well, if you've never seen it, we will have a video it. reflective of all these, and you can see these all in action in very short snippets. This is a, it'll be our shortest uh, feature video yet. I assure <gasps> you. I assure you. Um. But yes, it, it was a, it, it was a lot of fun to revisit this game. There are a lot of really cool moments and a lot of great graphics, um, great graphics at the time. Yeah, yeah. Lion King, baby, and Virgin Vir- Virgin did the Aladdin Genesis mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. so this was probably really beautifully animated. It was, yeah, it was the Genesis one. That's the only thing it has for it. Mm-hmm. It took me years to figure out the Super Nintendo Aladdin is way better. It's a yeah. Capcom game. It just doesn't look like the cartoon. Everybody heaped accolades on the Genesis one. We'd never seen something that looked like the cartoon before. Ever, so. ever, yeah. at that yeah. point. Now Virgin's too busy going to space. Going to space, mm-hmm. bribing Google yeah. uh, <laughs> to bail out their space program. <laughs> yeah. And, yes, I, 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 yeah, there's a big logo there for, like, Disney's old animation house before they shut that down. Mm. Uh, I think last year Could Disney fired all their year? 2D yeah. animators. Oh. They're done. That's sad. It's it's weird to think about that. Winnie the Pooh movie, none of us saw as the last Disney I saw TV it. it was I brilliant. I saw it 100%. It was good. Did you really? Yes. Yeah. I haven't actually seen it. My stepmom really? loves I, I own it. I saw the, there's there's two halves, right? I saw the first half, not the second. No, I'm pretty are there two halves? I thought uh, it was just there's one two movie. films. But it was one okay. Well, there was a film and another film, which What's is the one with the Baxen. That's the one I saw. You saw the uh, the one with Hauser at the end. Hauser? Mm-hmm. He's in the he is. He's the Baxson. Well, golly, if that don't, don't beat all, a talking bear. I remember, t- <laughs> I thought Tigger was quite good. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> he thought T-Word was quite good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Shame on a Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> Who tries to run game on a Tigger? They're, they should get along. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, I wish the listeners could see your expression right now. <laughs> the Lion King is a popular game made for <laughs> the Super Nintendo Entertainment Genesis System. Genesis, Game Genesis. Gear. Game yeah. Gear. Game of course, Boy. Game Gear. Probably Game Boy. <laughs> Probably something really awful with chunky sprites. Man, I was the dumb kid who got a Game Gear, took it to school, and like five minutes later... Well, battery's dead, but didn't that look really good, guys? Look good for a second, right? Better Bet- than five better minutes night. later, it's either stolen or some uh, asshole kid broke the screen. Yeah, no. Yeah, no if you squint really closely, you can see a shitty Sonic game. Yeah, fuck the game here. Mm-hmm. Worst platform ever. No. The, uh, the <laughs> no. fact that Nintendo 3DS is selling those sell, are selling those games in the eShop for the, a drastically inflated price yeah. makes me so angry. There's nothing good on the Game Gear. Period. 
You're no, better off wasn't. playing a Tiger LED system, mm. a fucking a, a battery operated pinball machine. <clears throat> and we're done. That was, um, that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. number one. Cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's All right. Dick. It's yes, Simba has a little dick. It's pathetic. He's upset about it. Should be the title of the episode. We've got a little dick, and it's pathetic. Ah, we're going to go out on whatever the opening song from Lion Circle King is. Okay, Circle of Life. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, possibly some news, other stuff, so stay tuned. What is up, Vigigame Apocalypse listeners? This is the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch, and I'm talking to you in a normal voice, which means we ran out of ideas this week, and I'm just going to go through my normal spiel. As always, I'm here to invite you to support Vigigame Apocalypse. Now, there are a bunch of ways you can do it. The most important is to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review the podcast, and be sure to give it five stars. Five stars only. That's the only number that exists as far as you're concerned, because that's the number of seconds you'll live if you give it a four or less. I'm just kidding. Or am I? You can buy stuff through the Amazon links at lasertimepodcast.com. Just go over and click there and, uh, you know, buy your... Rat skulls or hedge clippers or whatever it is you humans like to buy. And the, the host will get a little cut of whatever you actually spend. Uh, tell a friend about the show. Just go, hey, you know, there's this great show called Vigigame Apocalypse. It's about video games, And there's this raccoon on it who's like the sexiest thing ever recorded. And you should you should listen to him. Uh, he's going to make you really hard and or wet. And uh, whatever that means, I don't know. Chris just slipped me a piece of paper. I am I guess it has something to do with human physiology. It, it sounds gross to me, but I'm sure it's true. So just run with that. Tell your friends. Comment. On the articles at VigiGameApocalypse.com. Post on the forums at LazerTimePodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what the host should change. And if you want to kick us some money directly, there are a couple ways to do that. Go to store.lasertimepodcast.com. Buy a terrifying t-shirt. Wear it. Turn yourself into a giant walking billboard for VigiGameApocalypse.com. People will go up and say, like, hey, that skull logo is really scary. Where'd it come from? You can tell them it's from my favorite podcast, VigiGameApocalypse.com. There's this raccoon on it who's the sexiest thing ever recorded. He's guaranteed to make you really hard and or wet. He doesn't know what that means, though, so maybe you should write him a letter and tell him. Finally, if you want to be really generous, you can donate some money by clicking the button that says donate on LazerTimePodcast.com. And I think I've set a record for saying LazerTimePodcast.com. Uh, I should get some sort of prize. So, Chris, I'm expecting uh, a bonus number of rat skulls, maybe maybe a few more piles uh, in my warren when I go back down there. Make sure they're waiting, or uh, twice that number will find its way into your bed, and it'll be really scary. So, anyway, that's it. Back to our show. And welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, like on that bombastic read. note. Yes. Yes. So it's our second segment. I just uh. I just wanted to touch on one thing. Um, I discovered, well, sort of, sort of, I discovered something over the weekend Mm. that I'm playing for a a freelance project I'm working on. Mm. Uh, I had to, over the weekend, become a Naruto expert. I'm sorry. Believe it! Believe it! (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, now, that's how it's translated. I, I learned that. That's one thing that I learned. But I went back and played Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 3, uh, full burst, more words because anime, on PC. And it, it, I was actually really impressed with it. Yeah, yeah, but I think, I think whether you care about the franchise or not, like yeah. it's it's and, the most well tended to animated project in the field of video games. Period. Yeah, and even if you don't really care about it, it's mm-hmm. not a bad entry point in yeah. the series. Oh, like that, I was able okay. to understand what was going on with a minimal at best understanding of Naruto. Mm-hmm. It's Ninja Harry Potter, but mm-hmm. Naruto himself is special. His body is housing uh, a. An ancient destructive fox fox demon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's shown as 
being imprisoned in his mind in a literal prison. Mm-hmm. This gigantic fucking fox creature behind a literal locked iron door. Mm-hmm. And it talks like this. Yeah. Naruto. Gadget. I've been in your mind for 16 years. I've been pooping everywhere. <laughs> so much poop, Naruto. We gotta get a Barry White beat. Yeah. You can do that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was all just building oh. up to that. I just wanted to make a yeah. hey, this fox demon's been pooping in Naruto's brain. I love it. Yeah. You're, you're really gonna have with rodents. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to have uh, weird growths in his uh, so cranial mass. Barments. Why, why are you researching Naruto? Because yeah. I'm working on something. News. Oh, yeah, I got to talk about later. it. You're just saying, hey, mm-hmm. hey, Naruto. Yeah, I'll get talk ready. about it when it's out. Get ready for Believe eh, it. Pulitzer winning <laughs> piece. <laughs> Probably. Uh-huh. It's our second segment, so let's talk about actual... There are some new releases this week. What? Not great ones, mm-hmm. but probably the biggest is Sacred 3. That's the biggest? Yeah, which yeah. is... I, I played it, and uh, it's not a bad <laughs> gauntlet-style game. The way you're saying it, yes, it is. Well, <laughs> the <laughs> thing is... It, it sounds well, like it's fo- no. this is followed by a shit ton of shortcomings. No, it's okay. It's, o- <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's fun. I reviewed it for IGN. Mm. Uh, I moderately enjoyed my... 12 hours or whatever I spent with it. Interestingly, yeah, after I submitted my review, I went and read some of the other reviews. Mm-hmm. They were mostly fucking livid. And most of the lividity seemed to be that these were fans of the Sacred series, and Sacred 2 in particular, which was an open-world, top-down RPG, mm-hmm. action RPG. It's so like, probably where all the Stargate fans are. Yeah. In the, in the vein of Diablo. Mm-hmm. And they were furious that that's not what this was. You, you remember the 90s arcade versions of Gauntlet? Yeah. Yeah, Legends. It's, it's that. Gauntlet Legends. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. But kind of simplified. Mm. And uh, people didn't react well. And you're one of the, were, I'm guessing you're the upper yeah. tier in terms of yeah, review, review scores? I'm, I'm about middle of the road. I gave it a 6.5. Jesus. I think uh, it got a 7.5 from Game Informer, and then some site I'd never heard of gave it an 80. I'm bored. So. Okay. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Sorry. But it's, it's, a, it's a decent hack and it was, it was. It is the only new disc-based game yeah. this week, isn't it? Uh, a couple others, maybe. I don't know. Um, the Swapper coming to... PlayStation? Yeah, but that's a, that's the one I can't play. God, I need a it's PS4. It's so part bad. of Sony's answer to Summer of Arcade uh, that's going on. I know. I just want to be a part of that, and I can't be. Mm-hmm. If you if you buy it in the three other games that are part of the promotion, yeah. you get money back. No, it's it's if you buy any two, you get mo- you get more money back for how many games you yeah. buy. The, the play program uh, is way better than Summer. I've of I've heard the Swapper is great. Yeah, it looked cool. I might check it out then. Uh, also, I didn't know this was happening at all. Killzone Shadowfall Intercept. Is that DLC to a game I won't it's, play? It's co-op DLC, oh. which has been released as a standalone product. So really? if you want co-op Killzone action, you can that's just buy it on its own. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Kinda. that's really cool. I kind of feel like that should be done more often. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. I love that model. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out for 3DS. 3DS only. Ooh. I'm going to make a wild prediction and say it's probably not very good. I'm going to be level-headed and say it's going to review as well as the movie. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I still slam the shit at you. Yeah, the thing is, games uh, there's there doesn't seem to be any correlation between the movie game and the movie mm-hmm. as far as we've proven that before. We've yeah. done like we've, we have, we've done whole top Ninja fives Turtles. on the disparity between 
the movie review and the game review. But this is the bizarre. The bizarre instance here is that it's only getting a 3DS release. What would Roger Ebert say? That's all I want to know. Uh, he would probably say, <laughs> "What would he write?" That I can't say. <laughs> he wouldn't say anything. He's not that with I anymore. He's not with yeah. us. <laughs> I feel bad for what I've that, done. No, that zombie Roger Ebert noise. <laughs> that's what it was. Yes. I was being respectful. Yes. Uh, the, yes. He will the be dead born can't again. vocalize. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, also, a Crawl, which Grim was super excited oh, about. Oh, the baby showed game. A, a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. No, not a baby game. This this is the one where you're a hero in a dungeon and the other players are playing ghosts who are coming oh, in as monsters to okay. try and kill you. And when Ugh. they kill you, they can steal your humanity what? and become the hero and play through while other players are trying to kill them. Whoa. Can it's, I really be the hero? I guess you can. All right. That actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah, the trailer was super dark, super creepy. It's like old school pixely art. Uh, but it looks like kind of a, a miserable but fun game. So <laughs> exactly the sort of thing Grim would play. Yeah. Yeah. Except he uh, hated God will be watching. But. I have a clip from it. Got a little dick. It's pathetic. I'm going to get the most yeah. out of this. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got to, I mean, what, what you should actually do is put that on a, uh, a cassette tape yeah. and a Walkman, uh-huh. put headphones on me while I'm sleeping, and mm-hmm. just play it on loop. <laughs> I'll, I'll be so fucked up. All you the next day is, I got a little dick. Yeah. Why would I want you to feel worse about your dick? I, I mean, as if I could, but... <laughs> It's not pathetic. It's adorable. <laughs> it's, it's 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 cute. It's adorable. I want to put a baby bonnet on it. Yeah, I know. I mean, who doesn't? And wheel it around in a microscopic oh. carriage. <laughs> Are we really making small dick jokes at each other? Like, it's fun. Like that means we made, that's, that means boys. we've officially crossed over an official radio. Yeah. We are now at Morning Zoo. Hi. Woo. <laughs> Welcome to Mornings on 94.7 with Small Dick and the Anus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Put a 10 on that circus. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, another somewhat dismal week for new releases. Hopefully it's a zoo in here. <laughs> hey, can I mention one that will be... Noticed by PCGamer.com, but sure. no one else. There's a game called Cloud Chamber that I'm super interested in that's out this week. Mm-hmm. That is. Ugh. Remember, like, when people experimented with games and did, like, no. cooperative multiplayer investigative oh, games? Oh, story no. games like where what? it's like. I mean, playing them, not. Example. Okay, there was one game, I can't remember what it was called. Remember the game that would, like, text you or, like, email Majestic. you? Majestic. Yeah, based on the Jim Carrey film about the theater. Yes. Yes. This isn't like that. <laughs> it doesn't text you anything. But it is one of those games where it's, like, a cooperative and massively multiplayer. It's an alternate reality Kind game. of, where you're, like, looking through, <laughs> you're examining, like, this sort of 3D database there's FMV stuff. I think there should be more FMV games now. I think no we should. I think we should have a resurgence of FMV games, please. Right. Having played a couple of old Gross. ones recently, I'm not a fan. What if they were not if, a fan? What if they were FMV games with like HBO production values? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you dig that? Uh, so, Cloud Chamber is one of those games. I'm very curious about how it does. I have it out for review with. 
Chris Livingston, who's one of our our best writers. Livingston, uh, I presume. <laughs> yes. But I, I I don't know. HBO I mean, just look at it on. Just look at the Steam store page. I'm like, I'm super curious about this game. Mm. Like, you move through this 3D database, looking at evidence, trying to work with other players to solve whatever it is they need solving. And I just, I feel like that's cool. I feel like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I wanted a game that made hacking look like hacking didn't move. You want to be Scooby Doo. Yeah. You wanted to eat sandwiches and solve mysteries. But also I liked the idea that hacking meant looking through a 3D database somehow, which is ridiculous. Yikes. But but that's what hacking looked like in movies, and that's what I wanted it to be. And so I totally would have dug this game in 1994. Listen up, game devs. If you want to go after the Tyler demographic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, There's one of me. At least. At least one. (laughs) What? I mean, you didn't think hacking looked cool, cool in the 90s? Like... Not in any, but like at the time, like by the time I started looking at it, I had a computer and it hacking all made no silly. sense in the nineties on screen because it was like you're going, you're flying through numbers. Mm, That's yes. how you hack. Yes, through numbers and three uh, D pyramids. Yeah, yes. it was like the first thing I have to do to hack, according to old movies, was like, well, first I created GeoCity site. Yes. And then, <laughs> mm-hmm. I loved the idea of cyberspace. That there was what was the game glowing wireframe world out there that you could. There was a game that was really popular on Mac in the early '90s. I want to say it was called Spectre 3D. That was basically like that turned into a game. Except you're piloting little tanks going through that flying hacker (sighs) world, like Tron. No, no, nothing like Tron. (laughs) Like what this game looks like is like. The bad UI design in sci-fi movies where it's presumed that UIs should be 3D. Mm-hmm. How, how oh. would that make productivity? How is that easier than clicking on an icon? It's not. Nope. At all. It's not. You, ha- that, you have to fly that's a to lesson. the Word doc you want to yeah. find. That's a lesson we had to learn uh, uh, several times. I think <laughs> was it, there was a 3D OS in Jurassic Park that was apparently yeah. an actual functional OS that was being oh, really? marketed at the time. Yeah. And then, like, that's basically what Home was for PlayStation yeah. 3. It's like, it's it was envisioned as, like, this is your uh, PS3's new OS. It'll be... What yes. you see when you log in instead of the cross-media bar, and it, it'll be how you access your games right. and other media. It's like, that's a horrible idea. Do you want to walk to your game or click on the icon I, that I, starts mm-hmm. it? I have the perfect, if you if that's what you really want, I have discovered something. It's beautiful. If you want to, to literally live your search results, I call it Amazon.com the ride. Go to the public library. Yeah, <laughs> you, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You ask an, instead of a search bar. And, there's an old lady there, uh-huh. and if you ask really nicely, she'll push you around on a little cart so you can pretend you're flying. And then there's this in there's this in ride in game uh, UI called the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah, and you can walk in real time, mind you, one one up six floors. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I like to when find I'm your snooky. You know, I'm just like I just type in whiskey.exe and then I have to walk all the way to the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. I do wish that worked for. differently. Yeah, don't make me like I was so embar- I'm so embarrassed. I'm unemployed, still at the house. And then you you keep coming home at random times, and I'll leave my door open, and I'll get really uncomfortable. And you don't seem to know why. And it's because I'm not, not wearing, wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. You know, I, I do notice you're not wearing pants, but. 
I don't care. I know. It's just like I'm not I'm not ready to be seen by people. And so yeah. when I do need, whenever I do need anything now, because I, I like live primarily out of the house, like right. Uh, never mind. That's neither with, here. Nor with your there. pants off, out of the house. We're in new release territory. Well, not anymore. It's time to move on to. Hey, Mo. I don't think I had the sound. I, that wasn't right. That wasn't right at all. <laughs> I believe we're talking about... He were here. <laughs> he was. Oh. The sound was was pertinent. Uh, Where did that come from? <laughs> the Simpsons. Well, obviously. <laughs> um, Why are they saying, "Well, Bob Mackie"? <laughs> He's a famous fashion designer. In addition uh, to being a fun writer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, some sad news this week in that uh, our colleagues at GameSpot suffered some layoffs. True. Um, they probably don't want us dwelling on that, but it's it's just. A sad thing that happened. Yeah, it's and, a bummer. Uh, sort of, I don't want to say it's the death knell of games journalism. You are saying that. Yeah, I, I literally, by saying you yes, don't say I literally it. just said that. Uh, so every, is, every time you, every time, every ten times you click subscribe on PewDiePie, you mm. got a, you got a GameSpot editor fired. <laughs> That's it's your fault, people. Yeah, it's hey. like it's a wonderful life in reverse. FYI, <laughs> we're doing fine. Okay. Who? PCGamer.com. Yeah, who are you ta- you're talking to two unemployed people here. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking about? We, the still employed, being me, mm-hmm. doing just fine. The staff of four. Doing great. <laughs> a staff of like, yeah, a thousand. Mm-hmm. A thousand PC gamers strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it is really sad news. I think it was six or seven people laid mm-hmm. off. Yeah. All, all pretty talented people. Um, oh, very. Like, I hope they yeah. find work. I think yeah. they will. And yeah, you know, welcome to unemployment. Let me just first extend you that invitation. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't even talk. I'll let you guys and, talk. No, I don't, I don't and think, uh, hopefully you don't stay here very long. I don't think that you will not find work in your current field at all, period. Hmm. You will not. They might. They will not. I, th- will I not think they will full-time. find immediate work because everybody is always looking for freelancers. You will not so. find full-time employment. Welcome to competition with me. I, I guess, and I wouldn't want to live. I wouldn't want to be in that world. Can't compete with Mikkel Raparos. www.patreon.com. <laughs> uh, it's mm-hmm. a new thing. It's working for people, and I like the idea. Just, I keep, I keep saying. That I people, think we should go back to paying people for making things. journalism. Yes, and things. Mm-hmm. And 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 what I keep telling friends who succumb to this it's the millions that a bunch of glad handing robber baron executives thought was in the industry of writing about games doesn't seem to exist but it used to there's still a living to be arced out you just have to try and figure that out for yourself it a little is bit. not mm. it is not just writing about games like i it's watched, writing about anything i watched yeah i watched uh a uh last week Tonight, what is it called? What is John Oliver's show on last HBO week called? tonight? The, 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 last na- week tonight. the native ads. Mm-hmm. He did a massive bid on native ads, and mm-hmm. oh, it's absolutely true. We're all doing it. Everyone in publishing is doing it. Where it's it's you know it's the embedded ads you see that mm-hmm. say sponsored content, but it kind of looks like a news post. Mm-hmm. Everyone is doing it. It's the only way, really. I mean, there are other ways to make money, but like he says in the show, banner ads 
don't make money. They don't make money. No one wants banner ads. Have yeah, you ever wondered why we pimp things like commentaries and donations and, and Amazon stuff? But it's, I d- it's, it's I d- effortless things to help monetize well, and do what we that do. That's frustrating, but I did appreciate it. at the end of the segment mm-hmm. he says, this is partially our fault. We all stopped paying for journalism. Yeah, that's true. We never, we stopped buying newspapers yeah. and we stopped... You know, I mean, I just, just society, I don't think, values it When polled, almost, almost half the people don't understand the need for NPR or public so radio, which is like the last vestige of journalism yeah. in mm-hmm. existence. So yeah. it's everywhere that is suffering. It is not just games that's media. True. It's news media. It's everywhere. I mean, that's why you have the Fox Newses and CNNs where it's just like they're going to talk about a missing plane for five months mm-hmm. because, uh, hey... That's what that scare gets you? views. Does that's that drives up the ratings. Well, they're going to go crazy about two Ebola patients because mm-hmm. talking about Gaza is kind of too heady for everyone. <laughs> yeah, Let's talk about Ebola. That's actual journalism, and it's really complicated, whereas Ebola is really simple Im- and immediately has a clear scary. villain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very, yeah. very pure villain. Immediately scary. So it's like it's happened to all news media, and that's why you see it either becoming bad mm-hmm. or becoming compromised by ads you don't really like. Yeah. I, I well, the thing is, like, it, it, in as much as you don't like those ads, mm-hmm. I've, I've learned that's not really considered important. If an ad annoys people, that's fine. All that really matters is that it is seen and that it gets right. in people's heads. And it doesn't matter if they associate the product with something bad. It just matters that they know about the product and are yeah. thinking about the product and are talking about the product. It's just... Ultimately, what I'm trying to say is it's just a tough industry trying to write words for people yeah. for money. Well, because we've we've developed expectations that things should be free. Everything things free. we read on the internet are, are free. Music what, we get should be free. Mm-hmm. Movies we get should be free for fourteen ninety nine exactly. a month through Netflix. Do I feel guilty for using Spotify? Yes. Do I use it? Mm. Obviously. Switch to audio. <laughs> I think they give the artist a little bigger cut. Yeah, I'm Do not they? kidding. Yeah. Oh, I will. But it's like... But still, uh, tons of people are going to use Spotify, and sure. they're going to read articles about how Spotify gives the artists nothing. Sure. It's it's single-handedly ruined the music industry while listening you know. to Spotify. Well, listening to Spotify, they'll read mm-hmm. that article and go, "Yeah, but I kind of want to listen to the song right now." And mm-hmm. it's like, and then they'll rationalize, "I'm just one person; it doesn't really but matter." It, like, but the, I do. I use Spotify, and it's mm-hmm. like I can get this for free. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't I? Yeah, and that's the same with. Writing and then when the quality goes way down because mm-hmm. we're not paying for it anymore and neither advertisers, we go well. It's still free. And that, the, the the fight I'm trying to it's continue cool free. continue with laser time is like the answer to that for most websites was volume. Yeah. If we post more, like no, like part of being a website is distilling things that you should want to see and things we things we think are important. We're, we're curators. We're tasting things sure. before you get a chance to and we should showcase them to you. It's not a fucking volume game. Curation is important. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Laser Time is not a volume game at all. We, we are not out to beat anybody on news. That's a dying business. Yeah, I think we're mm-hmm. going to swing the other way though. Listen, everyone listen to Jaron Lanier. I think he's a genius. You should, you should read. I don't either. He, he's the guy who invented the word virtual reality but you should read his book, I Am it's Not a Gadget, words. where he actually, you know, the phrase, <laughs> the term. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he wrote a book called I Am Not a Gadget, which I thought was really insightful about mm-hmm. how uh, open source stuff, mm-hmm. a great idea, but actually Apple makes really good stuff too, and 
maybe being asked to pay for stuff isn't so bad, and maybe all the information everyone's putting on the internet is valuable, and maybe information shouldn't always be free. The Mm -hmm. idea, all information should always be free, he goes... Maybe people should get paid for their information. So I've had, I've had very few of those infantile a, discussions with people like, "How dare you ask for money for what we do?" And like, "How dare you assume we don't deserve to live off of working full time for you?" This feels like a pledge drive now. Well, it does. I, it's, it's, been like, it's been like it's been like three people, but like I do think that's that's I I didn't even grow up on the internet, but I have been weaned on it so much where like everything is free, and like, how dare you charge me for something? But Here's sooner or later, PBS we have to start. Does for you what? Uh, sooner or later, you have to start paying for things that you like. It's interesting yeah. because otherwise, they won't continue to we're, exist. We're moving from the Napster era, where mm-hmm. I was, of course, one of the teenagers among me... the people going, "I want everything now for free all the time." I mm-hmm. Napster, I have Napster, and I can get all the songs I want. And I have matured, and I think the internet is starting to mature to the point where stuff like Patreon and Kickstarter, mm-hmm. Kickstarter is a weird case, but are proving that people are willing to go. Yeah, I'll put down ten dollars yeah. for that for t- potato salad. Sure. And I envision yeah. a horrible future where, like, if you don't, we'll go first full circle back to like harmless entertainment, like Full House, like the most <laughs> oh, middle no. of the, middle of the road awful nonsense pre Simpsons horse shit that none of us actually liked but all endured. But mm-hmm. what it, what it's about is like giving people modern ways to pay, because mm-hmm. I will give Louis C.K. money every time mm-hmm. he emails me. And it comes from Louis C.K. And I'm like, oh my god, Louis C.K. emailed me his giant Ooh, email list yeah. and says, hey, I have a new thing you can buy on my site. It's $10 or whatever, $5. I always buy it and download it and watch it, and I'm really happy to spend the money. But when you, know, when you have an outdated system where you're like HBO, where it's like you have to have cable and subscribe to HBO, and then you can get HBO Go, yeah, I, people go, no. And that's why Game of Thrones is the most pirated show mm-hmm. in the world. We have HBO Go, and that's how we watch it, but it's the most pirated show ever. Because before, before we got someone else's HBO Go, we had to steal it. We were given no other option. Uh, it, it, it's that all that shit is just if you. But it's turning out. I think just, if you I th- give I people thought... a way to pay, they'll pay. So that's a good thing. Like well, Patreon, no. I think is great. Coming, are, coming are from my experience, but like the amount of people who pay in accordance to how many people use or listen mm. is very, very, very. Yeah, I'm talking to you guys. Very small, <laughs> very small. Like, like True. sometimes like a fraction of a percent of the people who actually, and that's and that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. In, in, in that sense, I'm proud of what we're doing because you guys have helped keep us afloat. Um, but if uh, you can make a living, but that's it, cool. That's what's weird. Is that th- cool. There's all these things for free and inexpensive out there, and I see nothing but complaints about prices when prices are lower. Not only lower in, in, in relative to what they are, but funny. adjusted for inflation, you should have more disposable income than ever, yet you're more... <laughs> no! I don't have to pay for this thing. Why should I have to yeah. pay for this? I don't. I, I, it is. It is Patreon and Kickstarter. The, the like nice feeling of like, you definitely are. <laughs> I've seen you avoid using services that I pay for no, and it, steal something that I already have. If, if Kickstarter <laughs> has done anything good, it's proven that if people want something, they are willing to put down money for it yep. up front before they. I even was a they are willing it. to pre-order. I was a pop culture. GameStop nerd. has conditioned us to yes. want to pre-order things. Living, I was a pop culture nerd living in my parents' house in the late '90s, buying. Twenty dollar DVDs because I loved movies. Yeah, and it's 
can you not like you should have more disposable income than I ever had as a little a little kid in bumfuck Florida. When, when I got interested in anime mm-hmm. in junior high, I had to buy a VHS tape, twenty dollars, three episodes. Spread it around is what I'm saying. But when I was a kid, when a hamburger I, yeah. sandwich cost thirty That's cents. That's not what I'm saying. It's but how, no, it how, how, much, how much money it costs for me to engage in my interests ten years ago was astronomical compared to what people are expected to pay now. And every every day you see you see NeoGaf and you think they're constantly ravaged by pirates <laughs> and people and people shaking them down for money. Like you've never paid less for so much, and you have no idea. Yeah, I just think it's funny that I responded to something Tyler said, and you said that's not what I'm saying. No, I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. In my day, we paid for things. No, I, but it's I was, not like I was that. being an old man. Where it's uh-huh. like, but I mean, it's it's, it's not like that. I'm saying we parted with a larger percentage of our disposable income for the things that we liked uh, than people nowadays. It is true. It was horrible to like anime yes. in the early nineties. You got gouged. Yeah. Yeah, it was like forty dollars a tape for by, by two yeah. episodes for two yeah. episodes of DBZ. They would put like yeah, they would put nothing on the tape, and then you yeah, you get watch you, you got Kimagure to Orange Road in a clamshell case of forty nine minutes yeah. 40 of Bujan Boo grunting. So, so you got two episodes every two months, maybe when you could afford to buy another tape, or at least mm-hmm. me because I didn't like. Where was I going to get the money for that I, many I was, VHS tapes? I was lucky enough that my uh, local comic book store was probably was renting them out, probably without a license. And yeah. now, I f- and now it's like you you can have like all you can eat anime yeah. on like, mm-hmm. like for a small yeah. crunchy roll, and it's like fee. it's just like putting your mouth on a fire hose of terrible <laughs> shows <laughs> that you've never heard of. Uh, oh, I ate too much penguins. Yeah, yesterday. but what, <laughs> what, what does cr- crunchy roll cost? Like. Five dollars a month, like that. Yeah, it's, it's not very minuscule. much. So far, minuscule. Huh. It's minuscule, and but but so it it would take. I signed eight up so I could months. watch Attack on Titan, and then it was on everything else, and no eight, new episodes. Came eight out. eight month subscription to Crunchyroll would get you one VHS tape with two or three episodes, roughly that. Anime. Yes, yes. Like that's how, and so I. But I'm happy to. What I'm saying is, I am happy to see stuff like successful Patreons where people are going, you know. We get a lot of free content. Mm-hmm. We like you. We like the writing you do. We'd like person. you to keep doing it. We'd like you to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. We're willing to pay your rent to do it. And like that's great. Well, but People should make money for their work. I don't think anybody's willing to do that for news. Because not for news. No, not not for news for because he, here's the thing. By the time news hits the web, it has been through so many aggregators yeah. that like the original people who actually went to the trouble of reporting and writing the story sure. are not part of the equation anymore. No, no, they died in a tragic accident yes. a year ago. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And now it's on Gawker uh, <laughs> with a new headline that's like, you won't believe what these 10 Gaza refugees are wearing. No, you not You won't news. believe the one paragraph we have to say about this thing somebody else spent hours making. Uh-huh. Not news, but if you want success <laughs> on Patreon, yeah, you, you have to be maybe a little bit established. You have to have done freelance. People have to know who you are, and you have to be doing interesting feature writing. But there are people doing it. Uh, I'm not one of them. People I subscribe to. But I'd like to. Who I think do good work. I'd like to. There should be room. There should be room in your budget for that kind of thing. Sure. Like what you like, room and, when? and watch less of what you don't like. Hmm. Or, Ooh. I, I think that's part of it. That's, that's a bold statement. What? Well, yeah. Seriously. So watch less of Modern Simpsons. Ha <laughs> ha! Stop it. I or, enjoy or Modern Simpsons. Hemlock Grove, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did watch the whole first season. Your time is important. So, but in, in that, that means you should. Try and pony up for the things you do like mm-hmm. to keep them going. 
In other news this God, week, such is getting off the of pledge shit. drive. Jesus Christ, you we guys. We don't have a pledge drive. That's basically what this was. We do have a paper. This was a total PBS pledge drive segment. Lasertimepodcast.com, yeah, free yeah, yeah. tofe tag, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. <laughs> I will make and, uh, video uh, of the sh- I will make all of you now. paper airplanes out of my unemployment forms. <laughs> I think that's illegal. Uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue was finally unveiled this week. It was rumored for ages as Assassin's Creed Comet. Uh, it's it's the current gen companion to Assassin's Creed Unity. You mean it was last gen, Michael? Last gen, sure. I, I should. I've been calling it last gen, but. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. We're it still is. in this weird transitional period where yeah. nobody knows what to call anything. I'm all up in that curtain. Xbox 360 PS3. and PS3, yes. Mm-hmm. It's it's a sequel to Liberation, essentially, and that it's made by the same studio, Ubisoft Sophia, uh, who are hopefully doing a better job on it than they did with Liberation, which was <laughs> kind of an unsatisfying game. Uh, we'll see. But set during the French and Indian War, which is interesting. That's... Something that the series hasn't really touched on yet. Uh, I, except I, briefly in 3, I think. I, I think there were some like scenes. I, I feel like it's... Are you in the Mohican territory? I just feel like it's in a bad position market-wise where it's like, mm. hey, you get to be the game that's less interesting than Unity. Yeah. Have fun with that. It's also the... That's, well, we're still selling something to Assassin's Creed fans who haven't upgraded yeah. to new consoles but that's, yet. They're... they're Going to release it at the around the exact same time. Are yeah, they? probably. Yeah. And how can that? I own. I, I was just looking at it. I own a next gen platform. Mm-hmm. I need to justify that purchase somehow. Like that. That game would have so to be. You're gonna buy Unity. It yeah. would. It would have to be like whatever. What is it called? Rogue. Yeah. I, yeah. It would have to be like a half price, like on launch, for me to hmm. even consider that. Well, but again. Imagine if you haven't upgraded. Uh, no, I know, but I, th- I think that was a, that was a well-intentioned yet short-sighted decision made mm. early on to talk to it because the install base for like people were dying for the next gen. So it, yeah, so it looks there are mm-hmm. a lot of er- like early adopters. It barely feels like early adopters. People are anxious to adopt. Yeah. But if they don't, if they don't create something for the people who haven't upgraded yet and who aren't planning to anytime soon, they're leaving money I, on. I the know, table. but just as as a as a now as an official consumer without a disposable income to blow in a bunch of systems mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about getting a new system any money I spend on a last gen game is something that takes away from that yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a short term game and I, mm-hmm. I, I can't Im- I can't imagine how could you put those out next to one another like I mean it, if, it, if, if, if it comes out at $60 and you're telling me that Unity is coming out around the same time for the next gen systems like mm-hmm. like Chris says why wouldn't I put that $60 yeah. toward yeah. a new console? Why would I take money out of my Meanwhile, new console Meanwhile, you've got people like me who love Assassin's Creed and will buy both You'll play games both. regardless of what platforms I they're know, on. And it sucks that I, I am there because I do love that franchise, but it's like, as, I, an, as an issue I'll of... I'll buy t- Unity on PS4 and Rogue on 360. As an issue of time, I must prioritize one over the other. Like I actually, and guess which one I'm going to prioritize. I don't know if it's Neither, a bad... because you don't play that. I don't know if it's a bad or good business What are you talking about? I played a ton of Assassin's Creed. You dink. Just didn't play Brotherhood. I'd like three that much. Which Brotherhood was really good. Not Brotherhood. Uh, uh, the other one. Uh, the third two? one. Four? No, three. Revelations. Two, three. Revelations. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah Re- that's Revelations fine. and three were, Don't you, play that. were missable. But Brotherhood was really good. Yeah, two was really good. Brotherhood's really good. Four is fantastic. Um, but yeah, I... I I don't know if it's a bad business. It might do just fine. It may. It may. I, I don't think it will. Not for me. It's not something I'm interested in. I think I'm people who care in. about games are going to know it's 
the lesser than product. It's not coming out on PC and Which is either, totally so. unfair to say about it because it could be completely fine. Well, I think but why it also carries the baggage like of uh, Ubisoft Sophia mm-hmm. has already created a an in, sort mm-hmm. of inferior product with Liberation mm-hmm. that came out alongside 3 and was nowhere near so why as why not good. release it now or like just with some time in between to force, to force yeah, fans who care the most to have to choose. Yeah. No, they've got... They, mm-hmm. Do I work at Ubisoft? No. They've got to get Unity out this year because other games are moving to avoid it, so mm-hmm. they're in a good place with Unity. Where yeah, Shadow of Mordor is releasing early to get ahead of it. Yeah, it's the Saints Row to Assassin's Creed. Evolve just moved back to 2015. News wise, Evolve was pushed um, to February, I think. That's me. With uh, the look of Battlefield Hardline was pushed, but I believe Battlefield Hardline was pushed because everyone said. Oh, this isn't that great. Uh, <laughs> We're not used to paying you every year for a Battlefield. Yeah, what so happened? they're like, hey, uh, we'll, we'll keep working on this. It's a roster update, guys. <laughs> it, it feels that way, where it's like the roster is police uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mind if I take it to Vegas for a dirty weekend? But, like, a ton of stuff was pushed. Put her away wet. And it's only making <laughs> Unity stronger. Like, it's competing mm-hmm. with Call of Duty and Dragon Age? Mm-hmm. Which are both pretty different games, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's... They want to get it out this year because it's a next-gen-only game that that doesn't have competition, really, in its space. Mm. It's an action platformer that... I shouldn't call it an action platformer. It's an open-world action game that sure. doesn't... Yeah, I mean, that's not Dragon Age. Dragon Age is... Is different. It's, and an, it's an open world action RPG that isn't a gauntlet game like Sacred 3 is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's Call of Duty, which is almost like everyone just goes, yeah. Yeah, that's... Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. we, we, can't, we can't calculate the effect of Call of Duty on our uh, position in the market. It's just too powerful. Uh, the news that got... Uh, are we, wait, I, do we move beyond that subject? Mm-hmm. There was one. There was one minor. The, the biggest news story for me this week was uh, Dan Adelman leaving uh, Nintendo. Okay. Because uh, he was like the people are calling the indie game liaison with Nintendo, mm-hmm. the guy who helped to get indie indie games, the very few that exist on Nintendo platforms. And he, and he not only qu- from someone formerly in a position like his, he quit in the way that like I think you glamorize you quitting a big company like that yeah. as he just like uh, just wanted to let you know I can now tweet from my public Twitter account um, because I don't work for Nintendo anymore because stating that there's a policy that he was not allowed to tweet under Nintendo policy as the indie liaise wow. for their entire company wow. and then immediately went on ask.fm and started answering questions and was very very vocal and revealed a bunch of things about how archaic things are at Nintendo and with oh, Japanese no. development, up to and uh-huh. including Nintendo not accepting development submissions from people who didn't ha- couldn't show Nintendo an office. They would look them up on Google Maps. And like, are they sleeping on that couch? I don't think. I don't think this game is right for us. Wow! Like weird, weird, uh. weird shit like that. And it, it, like, he has an optimistic point of view. Like. I don't need to be there because a lot of these rules don't exist that were there two years ago that are archaic and preventing great games. Because I, I started playing... I had already bought Shovel Knight on uh, Steam, but I, I, I picked it up again on 3DS hmm. just because I felt like playing it there. And it's a 
I've been playing it on Wii U, so the circle is yeah, complete. But like, you forget how how great that game. Like that game is kind of an expectant thing to pop up on PC, hmm. but to be yeah. able to play that on a, on a Nintendo platform, it, cool. like it utilizes Street Pass elements. Uh, it's really cool. And watching Adelman speak, you can see why it's been done so rarely because Nintendo itself is making it very difficult hmm. to publish indie devs. And it's fat. It, there are a lot of articles about that. He's he's posted a lot on his own personal blog. I thoroughly recommend reading it if you wonder why. And he attributes Nintendo. He thinks Nintendo's sales have been cut in half uh, because of the name Wii U. And I am yeah, in wouldn't firm surprise me. Fucking agreeing. I'm with him. That's a that was a you, terrible. You not only you not only name. confuse the rubes. You talk to the base who know that they hate the Wii and told them this is another version of that. Mm. Yeah. It, you you killed yourselves. It, it, yeah. it sucks that it's that simple because like I think uh, almost every article like because yeah Wii's kind of like with the price and the games at this point is a system worth owning. Period. Sure. It has it has enough games to justify its, its existence. The and, Wii uh, or the Wii the U? Wii U. Sorry. Okay, yeah. No, the Wii is inexcusable. If you own one of those, kill yourself. <laughs> um, Everybody owned one of those. I know. I know, I know. I it was like an NES, except nobody played it. Everybody I, took, just I made an it. Instagram joke where I wrote Wii in dust on my Wii. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear on Twitter from like five people who are like, I play my Wii all the time. Yes. I know. I know. I'm then, sorry. Then, convi- then I tell you what. Do a bunch of chores and convince your parents to buy you a new system. <laughs> yeah. Because if you have if you have discretionary income, that wouldn't be your only platform. Because you're listening to the show and you're you're well researched enough to know that it's not one that's going to get new games. No, it's so great to watch Wii U owners freak out in comment threads. I'm I'm happy to be a why I, why 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 aren't you bringing this game to the Wii U? You're registered because it's Halo Five. You're registered yeah. in a comment thread of a news site. You know the answer to this. You're just mad. Because it's all you have. What you should do... You made a bad decision. Trade it in. Didn't say that. Save the money that you were going to spend on Wii U games. And buy well, an Xbox One or PS4. Okay, to be fair... Or the PC. Wii, the Wii U kind of made a big splash saying, Look at all this third-party support we have. Mm-hmm. It shipped with Assassin's Creed 3 and Call of Duty Black Ops 2. With different names after a colon... It's a last-gen system. Let's be realistic here. <laughs> Mass Effect 3, but Enhanced it, Edition. It came out with a bunch of stuff that was big on other consoles at the time, and it was Nintendo saying, look, we've got the third-party support back. We're serious about it this time. And then just like it has for the past four generations, it fizzled out after a few months, and now yeah. we've got people Wait, saying, why isn't this coming to Wii U? It's like, because it won't make any money. And if, does it have online functionality? Ooh, we probably shouldn't put that there. Mm, Is there any yeah. need to see your friend? Ooh, we shouldn't put that there either. It's just like something you said once about mobile phones. You chose the wrong platform. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but you did. I, I bought it, and I have no buyer's remorse. I'll constantly give sure. them shit because I want yeah. them to be better. And I, play I will buy first-party Nintendo games, yeah. and that's probably there's, it. But there's 15 years of precedence telling me I'll buy three games for this game, mm-hmm. this system a year, and I was ready for that. If you're mm-hmm. complaining, why not Wii U to third-party publishers? They're getting fucked on the deal, and you know that. <laughs> why would you ask money. them to fuck themselves into oblivion <laughs> to please you in your horrible purchasing decisions? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not worth buying it's, a Wii U. If it's inconsiderate, is all I'm saying. If you don't want to play only Nintendo games, yeah. which is fine. Hey, Pikmin. Great. Yeah. Then again, games to to the be best. fair, the, those third-party games it shipped with had been on right. other platforms for a while. Yes. Like, or they buy, ex- like, timed exclusivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, did anybody really want to play Darksiders two when Wii U came out or <laughs> Arkham Asylum or Arkham under City no circumstances again? ever yeah. did I want to play Dark City, Darksiders two? You know uh, something I discovered recently? Hmm. Uh, solitaire, just the solitaire that oh, comes yeah. with Windows. Oh yeah, has Xbox three hundred and sixty controller support. Does it really? Really? No fucking joke. We launched it natively with an Xbox 360 controller because we were just fucking around wow. and it recognized the controller and we started we had four controllers plugged in but it recognized all of them as the same player because Solitaire only has one player hence Boom. the name Boom! so we were basically competing to move cards <laughs> it was chaos and 10 bucks says Nintendo quits get a PC is what I'm saying you can play Solitaire with your 360 controller Nintendo quits hardware tomorrow releases games on PC it will forget oh to God. optimize. It will not natively recognize an Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> no one will have told them. They'll have no idea. That that's the thing, that people, that's the thing that people do. They'll uh, have no idea. That's I wish how they would. The they I wish they would because I really wish that there was less brooding space soldiers on Steam and yes. more cute little Pikmin. Yeah, more Pikmin, more carts. I would love that. Yes. I really would. More Deku nuts. I would really love more like super polished Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Uh, early access is fine, but I am ti- a little tired of playing unfinished turn-based garbage space marine RPG roguelikes. Mm-hmm. Green light early access. Yeah. It's all fine. I don't have any W A S and D work. I don't know what you're complaining uh, about. I don't have any huge problem with them. I'm just like, hey, yeah, your cool turn-based roguelike is cool. I don't know. All of this. Place. I want to play a cute platformer. God damn it! I'll then. play Rogue Legacy. And we talked Rogue about Legacy. Layoffs, it's great. And this shit. All of this point to some weird ass crash. I don't know if this industry is completely ready for. It's I'm definitely terrified. about to hit a transition. I'm terrified. And maybe it'll be for the better, maybe it'll be for the worse. I have a feeling it'll immediately be for the worse and then get better gradually. It'll get um, better. But we're headed for... It gets better. There's a storm coming. <laughs> there's a storm coming. It's going to be bad. Because uh, Harry all those Potter. news reports of like Sony and Microsoft like having entertaining options to get out of the console mm-hmm. business... That's been going on for a while. Remember, it was heavily rumored that Microsoft was going to sell Xbox to Amazon. Yes. It's going to be Amazon Xbox. Yes, because they're all antiquated business models that can't compete in the modern landscape. And then there's Mm. like, but then we can always go to Steam. But their early access program, they they are essentially the Atari publishing constant garbage with no assurance of quality on anything Mm -hmm. that people are starting to get pissed at. It's very strange. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, you know, I'm I'm really coming around to Steam these oh, days. Oh, yeah, I love Steam. I mean, I, I have a computer I built. Coming around? Well, I have a, a GeForce GTX 760, which is a relatively inexpensive graphics card. That's a good card. It can run most games, especially most multi-platform games, mm-hmm. at ultra settings. Mm-hmm. And I can have them almost instantly. The second they're live, I just yeah. buy them on Steam. Yeah. No bullshit. They're in my library. I launched them, and I've got like a four terabyte drive or something, mm-hmm. so I've got a shit ton of games installed on my computer, accessible at any time. The online functionality works better. You can instantly see if your friends are playing yeah. it. Meanwhile, the four box is sitting next to my PC. Mm-hmm. I have to load discs. Mm-hmm. I have to worry about, oh, wait, licensing agreements. Is this uh, a timed <laughs> exclusive on one console before the other? Oh, is this? Uh, it's a disc only uh, release. I can't download anything on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It, it's, my, it's like that that world is starting to lose its charm when I just yeah. have this one box that plays everything better than anything else on my console shelf. Isn't it great? <laughs> PC gaming. The problem it, is uh, I don't care about the achievements as much. Oh, I absolutely don't. I care about trophies more than I care about Steam achievements. Well, yeah, I, Steam achievements aren't interesting. But playing all really the platforms means I don't care about any of that shit anymore. Ah, period. Wow. It's so hard to see them. But, yeah, I never cared about achievements, so I'm good. I cared. When the, I didn't We've gone from achievements being dick-waving contests to the dick-waving contest being about how much we don't care about achievements. No, it's, I like them. I do I do like them. But, I like, remember at GR, we were in a race. Uh, Charlie and Henry yeah. and Fran and I, we were all in mm-hmm. a race. And, like, now it doesn't... Fu- like man, if I'm if I'm doing this and not enjoying myself, I don't care. Uh, I think I sur- if surpassed you all eventually, which just goes to show Probably. slow and steady God. wins the race. I remember I was on like a press trip and Jeff Gershman was there. I was sitting next to him on whatever bus we were to whatever Activision thing we were going to, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I tried to brag about my gamer score. My gamer score. Did you really? Which was like oh not. Which was like, oh, it was Tyler. like 10,000 oh, or something. He's like, yeah, mine's more like... All of which are Avatar. 200,000. I was like, oh. Jesus God. Or whatever it was. It was something insane. I was like, oh, well. I'm not saying you Cool. Should. Cool. Cool, Jeff Gershman. And he's, he's like, what's that smell? And you're like, dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't care, but like the, everything, if you're... If you really care about games, like care, it's, it's all being done better on Steam anyway. Mm-hmm. And... The, the more resistant consoles are to catching up with Steam. Like, the very idea. I got the Xbox One, and if I didn't say that in the last show, I borrowed Ant's PS4 to play Destiny and mm. instantly feel like I made a horrible purchase. Like, mm. the PS4 runs everything so much. It looks better, it everything runs more smoothly. I really like the PS4. Everything's easier to transition mm. to. As a PC yeah. gamer, I will say. PS4 would be my choice. I still, I still think certain things got botched when people bitch so much about online only. I think the system was designed mm. with that in mind. Yeah. And to remove that, it nerfed a couple of its capabilities. Um, I want, I desperately wanted that because I wanted a Steam approach. That's what I sure. wanted. Steam is always online, people, again, mm-hmm. before you get scared and start calling yeah. the NSA. Some, some offline. Microsoft have both been pretty good with the PS4 and the Xbox One mm-hmm. about having... Day one mm-hmm. games on there, mm-hmm. like you can you can get them immediately. Not with pricing, not with pricing. Well, that's true. You, you buy a game through Steam, it's going to be ten bucks cheaper. Yep, because they don't have to pay license. If, if a game goes on sale uh, retail wide, never reflected digitally. Well, the thing at with all. Steam is like they can reduce their price. They can they can do a sale. They are giving a percentage to Steam, which is the equivalent of their licensing fee. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm a little more familiar with it. I know how hard it is. But to they kind of don't mind when Steam goes, hey, we'll promote your game as a uh, midweek deal mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to reduce the price. Do you want to do this? Which is the only way most games make money. It's going to sell a crazy amount. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And then they sell a crazy amount and go, yep, that was fine. But like, the, but the, the double-edged sword there is that, like, Especially on Microsoft platforms, it's nearly impossible to update games, even to fix them. There's an approval process. It costs oh, yeah. money every time mm. you do it. On Steam, it does not. Update it all the time. And Update you also every ha- day if you want. But that early access shit keeps fucking people over. Early. Where people are demanding refunds. Early access is interesting. Um, it's interesting, and, and like, it I, I do feel like 
you are gambling when you do that. Yeah. Uh, you sort there is a risk involved, and you should be aware of that. And it isn't immediately fair to demand a refund for a game you've been told is unfair. There are some games on early access where the developer is just so fucking honest and mm-hmm. good that they're like Starbound. Starbound is yeah. on early access. It's it's still one of the best games. Still, it's still in early access. One of the best games on PC, I think. Mm. Complete by anyone else's standards. Ah, you know what I mean? Like it's a great game that I think is really. I I voted it onto our list of a hundred best PC games. It's still on early access because the developer I think is just going like, well, it's not everything we wanted it to be, but it's great. But then mm-hmm. there are also games on early access that are crap. Yeah. But then there are also games. That were never on early access, that were released directly onto Steam as full retail releases, such as Air Control, which mm-hmm. are someone's weekend Unity project, yep. full which price. are 100% shit, mm-hmm. and are the worst, like, beyond unplayable to the point that there is no playing anything, there's not a game here, this is, just, <laughs> this is just someone throwing Unity assets they bought off the store... Mm. Into a prefab world and being like, uh, I, I could sell this. It seems but so. Tyler, the very same games that are crap sometimes are the very same games that are great sometimes. I, it's funny, but it's true. Is that why the people are crowdfunding Rock Simulator? Yes. Mm. I, it, it's just it's going to be free. So I feel it's like okay. I mentioned this all the time, but there was a, the okay 1983 video game crash because Atari didn't say no to anything, yeah. including things that were cartridge versions of early access. So, that, Nintendo Seal of Quality was literally a thing to say, like, this I, isn't shit because we went yeah, through it and I don't think it. Atari even had a licensing program. Mm-hmm. I'm not... Well, actually, no, I think... It, it, I think they may have bought carts from people. I think Activision was like a landmark case that's mm-hmm. like, yes, we can legally produce unlicensed cartridges mm-hmm. for Atari, and then that just opened the door to all kinds mm-hmm. of horrible bullshit. So I'm critical of Steam because they used to curate... Mm-hmm. Hey, getting on Steam big deal. You got on Steam? Wow! You're probably going to be a success. Mm -hmm. But then people started criticizing him and saying, hey, they rejected my indie game. I can't succeed on PC if I don't get on Steam. So, oh, so Valve just decides who wins and who fails. And hey, that's a valid criticism. Yeah, because they're technically a publisher. Yes. That's their prerogative to decide who succeeds and who fails. They're a distributor. Yes. But... Yes. So so is GameStop. Is. They're not going to carry your indie game. The most either. interesting thing I saw no, I pointed out in an article by an indie game designer is that, like, knowing Valve, that's not what they wanted to be. Exactly. They don't want to be gatekeepers. They don't want to be and gatekeepers. People from putting their games. So out in there. a sense, they caved to that criticism. Maybe maybe that wasn't the reason. I don't. I can't. They're going to pr- shut down the Greenlight program soon. I know. Oh, it. they are. Well, no. Gabe's already said he doesn't like it. He wants mm-hmm. to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if they caved to that criticism or if this was just their own accord. They decided, yeah, we're going to stop being gatekeepers, uh, and you can. We're just going to make it an open publishing deal. Mm. But I think that totally kills the value of Steam. Like, kind of. where it's just like now it's just like the Apple App Store, yeah. where it's like, it's oh, five hundred Flappy Bird knockoffs. Mm-hmm. Great, I gotta sort through all of these to find the thing that I want. And if you're like me, how do I browse the Steam library? The specials tab. Like, months ago... When everybody can create a special on their game, you are automatically promoted to the top of the page. Yeah. Months ago, we reported (sighs) that Steam had released more games this year 
Uh, I'm I'm so saying far. this because you said Flappy Bird, and I thought it's back, I, baby. I wonder. And so I typed the words crappy turd into Google, <laughs> and the first thing that shows up is play crappy turd. <laughs> a free online Flappy, game on Flappy Bird uh, came back this week to Amazon uh, Kindle Fire. Of course it did. The Fire TV Ugh. or whatever it's called. It's just, yeah, yeah, I'm frustrated that Steam is becoming the Android app store where mm. it's like, mm. yeah, anything and everything Slowly goes. Slowly into the Wild West, no curation. Yeah, no curation Which, at all, so it's just... When the dust settles on that... Every game, whatever. Who when cares? When the, the dust Crap. settles on that, you have the Wii U. Which is, <laughs> yeah. which is underpowered. So curated. Very few games. Immensely curated. Everything on here is a 7, period. You know why mm-hmm. it's so curated? No one will make games for it. Yeah, yeah. that's why. It's, well, yeah. well, remember, the, the Wii, first Wii wasn't very well curated, and you had all kinds of... Bizarre crap oh, that should yeah, never have been given stuff. a license. There are more than one lumberjack minigame collections for mm. the Wii U because mm. because wood wood sawing it's about the best thing that. Could. Anyway, I, God, I feel like yeah. I've talked to you. All right, we should we, we should move we should on. Go on to the community segment. The community segment, and this is what you have been waiting for. Those oh. of you who have patiently Ooh. suffered through this horrible, excruciating show with us, uh, we have. Nine, count them, nine golden Zelda bookmarks Excuse to me. give away. Eight. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those are really beautiful Yoink. bookmarks. You can stick them in yes. your Kindle uh-huh. to save your... I don't Wedge know how that works. Between the screen and the meat of your iPad <laughs> to destroy your expensive electronics. So we've got... I, I'm not going to say they're gold. They're golden. Chris Listen is that. getting... And, and they have Chris's fingerprints all over them. They do. You can... I think they're probably aluminum. You could or use something. them to Aluminium. frame Chris Antista if you wanted to. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Use it as a murder weapon. It has its fingerprints Please do. on it. Anything them. that'll get me out of the house at this yeah. point, I'm totally behind. <laughs> it's got a Zelda logo on one side and a wing and Triforce on the other. They are badass. They are really beautiful. If you want to win one of these lovely pieces of tchotchke. Aluminium, yes. <laughs> if you want to win one, here's what you do. It's very simple. Go to Twitter... Follow at VG Apocalypse. This is important, not just because we want more followers, but so that we can direct message you back if if you enter. Tell us which Zelda game is your favorite. Hashtag... Benghazi. Hashtag (laughs) Zeldamark. Ah. Zeldamark. This is important. Good. It's, again, very simple. Follow (laughs) at VG Apocalypse. At reply to VG Apocalypse... Name me your favorite Zelda game. Hashtag ZeldaMark. Just make sure you enter by 12.01 Pacific Time on Monday, August 18th, 2014. Zelda we will Mark. pick nine winners, and nine of you will get these awesome-ass bookmarks. No, not you, Zelda Mark. You're a perfectly nice person. Yeah. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> Zelda, Mark? Zelda That's Mark. Robin Williams' Esquire. daughter. <laughs> So now you've heard it's the super secret contest entry. Only people who listen this long get to hear about it. Are there only nine of you? Maybe. Find out and enter. Yes. Hey, these bookmarks are kind of. Ca- I'm kind of sad. I don't get one. Honestly, yeah, I'm going to enter. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. family Very and friends thing. I can't win. No one said that. We don't have those kind of rules here. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could hey. win everything. We're not a real company. Yeah, I could win yeah. everything. There's no legal implications. Get a lawyer. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get anything. You won't get All anything. Right. So I'll fax him. I'll fax him a Xerox of my balls. <laughs> I, I love being in this position. I really do. I was upset. Customer service. 
uh, your band. Don't ever apply again. Jesus. It's a refund. I hey, promise if you if you are selected as a winner, I will send you a book. I'll kick you in the dick if you do if you make me jump through too many hoops to get you your prize. Jesus Fuck Christ. that shit. You know how long I dealt with that shit? Morons who don't know how to put down their address? Like, I don't have to deal with that crap anymore. That's true. At, game, at Games Radar a long time ago, we did get people who won stuff sending us their address, and their address was this just like... This is the, the county I live in, <laughs> and my name. house is blue, and I've never filled out an address before. It's because they were 12. I know. <laughs> doesn't matter. You're still fucked at this point is what I'm saying. I'm You're just saying. I'm just saying. No, wait. 12-year-olds know where they live. They were six. One they of the were first six and listening to talk radio. One of, That's one of, horrible. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't have been. One of the first things my parents taught me is what my address is. I swear is. I learned that in school in like the, in like the, in like the fifth grade. Like, here's how you fill out your address. There were kids who would just send the street name and say, do you need the number? It would be this cold. No, 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 I don't. No, mm. because your your postman will just know to deliver. Oh, yeah. it's the Simpson boy at, <laughs> on this lane. <laughs> uh, while I'm delivering the tonic to the entire town, I'll, <laughs> yes. st- I'll make a stop by Naruto 420's Yes, house. oh, the Smurf Village. I know where that I is. I didn't even no get his real number name. necessary. So, so what Chris is not very tactfully trying to say is <laughs> know your own address. I love it. And I, you I, can yes, get I do love it. And Zelda. be ready to give us an address so we can send you a book. <laughs> if one. you can't a, a, a P.O. box is B. fine. I don't need to know where you live. I just need to know where I can mail this. Yeah, if you can't A, follow directions, B, fill out a form properly, you're fucked. And I don't, I didn't, like, we're no, under no legal obligation to give you your shit. I will do more contests now that I know this. It's great. <laughs> oh... Uh, you're right. you, you're so you like to antagonize the people who love you. It's true. It's sad, <laughs> is it? It yeah. is sad. Sorry. No, that's that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably true. All they right. just they just want your bookmarks, Chris, and your love, your love and your bookmarks. Being, being hassled every day because someone can't figure out how to download. Can you something. mail me a hard? They Google can't book. live without your love oh and your bookmarks. You, you understand? You understand what that's like? Uh, it, yes. You know? <laughs> Do you understand what it's like to, to, to not that hard? Pretend to be IT all day. He, he can't download a link that there's a download link right in front of his face, and it's always a he. The women know. <laughs> the, the, women can understand and can Google around their problems. You ah. men cannot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, men are idiots. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the actual community segment. Question of the week. Last week's Why question of the week. Why are you so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Last week's question of the week, and I really expected people to be more reluctant to answer this, but we got some good responses. Oh, the fart one? Yes. Yes. What's your most embarrassing fart-related story? Ooh, I forgot, but we talked about this. Yeah. Cinosaur was the first to answer. Diana farted in front of the Pope, didn't she? Uh, No, she cursed in front of the Pope. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And then farted while cursing. I can't believe she did that. Blew his hat right off. <laughs> <laughs> right in his face. That's how it works. It was a mitre, too, not just the skull cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why am I so good? It's like something out of so a carry-on movie. So Nobody knows what that is. Uh, Cinosaur says, at what consistency does a fart-related story become poop-related? <laughs> <laughs> One time I was walking home from the bus, only about two blocks away, and I had some gas built up. It felt like an ordinary one, right up until I let it out, and suddenly my underwear felt really sticky and wet. Been well, there. Well, immediately, I feel a lot more ready to go, so I do the waddliest run I've ever done, get inside, run up to the bathroom, and a torrent of liquid shit mixed with foul gas comes pouring out. 
In my moment of relief, I finally noticed something. There's a goddamn swarm of tiny flying ants or flies all over the ceiling of the bathroom. It's like the shitting priest scene in Scary Movie. <laughs> so now Don't I have... Know it. So now I have shitty underwear around my ankles, a bowl of nastiness, and a serious need to clean up while a biblical plague swarms above me. <laughs> when I manage to clean up a bit, I now have a pair of shitty underwear in the sink as I have to run to my room half naked so that I can get a new pair of pants and tell my dad we need to hire an exterminator and then show off the bugs in said now fart stench filled bathroom. I, I really enjoy wow. that your asshole and probably that third bowl of Fruit Loops were the harbinger of, a, of the apocalypse. <laughs> a localized Jesus. apocalypse within your own bathroom. Yeah, also like, dude, That's rough. throw underpants away when you do that. No, oh, yeah. Oh, I do. They're I, done. I put them in the sink. Ugh, oh, you do? Yeah, uh, but Aww. I put your toothbrush underneath. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I put them in the toaster and then don't wash it afterward. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Toasted shitty underpants. Mm. Just like mom used to make without the toaster strudel frosting. I will mm. say I only had that I only had that experience at work once. Really? What happened of, to it? Of of going like this feels like gas. Wasn't gas. I'm already outside smoking a cigarette. I'm going to now call my boss from in the parking garage. Tell him I'm going home. <laughs> Get in my car and go home. That did happen once. Oh my god! Um, did, did you see it through the back of your pants? No, but I could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aimbot Master says I was applying for a job and had to talk loudly while being interviewed. I tried shifting in my chair, but getting the cheeks off the chair, I squeaked one out. I then worked for the person for six months. Wow, they hired you after that. I'm impressed. They never mentioned it once. Also, farting when donating blood was odd, but the workers <laughs> of the hospital are probably used to it. They, they must have hit a channel. Workers of the uh, hospital wow. are probably used to much worse. I, I, I think you could make a six-season TV show that's all about farting during hidden camera interviews. <laughs> <laughs> see, really see if anybody says anything. Yeah, Nathan, yeah, fart you. The Chris Antista show. I, I could totally do it. It's all about the faces I make during in between. <laughs> you just... Oh. Crepe crisis. There are few places more funny to fart than in church. Mm, the quiet, true. the semi-formal demeanor, the vibration of butt cheeks together <laughs> to make noise. Dude, Against a like, wooden pew, too. I know. It's, Appropriately it's, named. It really gives a godlike effect to the applause that your butt cheeks are giving your own asshole. <laughs> One time, my church band went to this small church in Knoxville. The people of the church were super nice and very accommodating, hosting us for dinner and being altogether good people. Usually are. However, they fed us soup beans, so this whole happening is their own fault. <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Church Fart. Yeah, was this in Bethlehem? <laughs> like, who's, who's giving you soup beans? <laughs> Leading up to church, we each had a turn in the bathroom, which was uncomfortably close to the sanctuary, so it reeked. <laughs> but then church starts, and as they have our band come up to play, we all hear what can only be described as the fart heard around the world. My brother-in-law, the culprit, would later claim he felt that thing crawl up his back. <laughs> Naturally, this we lost so it, but had to try and pull it together as we went up on stage. I played the first two songs with my back to the congregation. Our drummer stayed hunched over, hiding behind the cymbals. The singers couldn't keep a straight face. It was a mess. They never asked us back. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Tranquil Biz, 22, says, I was 11 when my most embarrassing fart happened. 
I was in class taking a test when I had the urge to fart. Haven't we all been there? Uh, I was trying to hold it in so I wouldn't become the center of attention. As I leant over towards the edge of my desk to grab an eraser, the fart came out and everyone turned to me with dead eyes and some laughter. That's what it sounded like. Absolutely. It took me hours to fart. The fart was so bad that I had to stay back and explain to the teacher why farting during the test was necessary. <laughs> it's I the only way I learned. Forget that day. I remember when I was a kid once, I my parents had company over. Remember when your parents would just yeah. say, we're having company? We have company And it's just over. people you didn't know. kind of died away when I was eight. Yeah. My parents are losers. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just it, it just meant people you don't know who probably work with us are coming over. Mm-hmm. And I farted in the middle of the living room. And my mom got really angry at me and told me, you should go to the bathroom if you had to do that. But I was like, that's the first time anyone's ever told me that... It's not okay to fart. fart wherever you want, that especially you should, in my own home. That you have to leave your own living room and go to the bathroom to fart. I had no idea. Yeah, I still don't think that's the way mm. it should be. Yeah, I was I was actually upset because I was a kid who I would obey the rules, but they had to be spoken. And no <laughs> one ever told me you had to fart in the bathroom. That was not a thing. Mm-hmm. Greedy says, uh, I got sent home from my McDonald's job. Jesus, you get sent home. (laughs) This is already Uh, a bad example for customers. I got sent home from my McDonald's job years back when I audibly farted near my store manager while making burgers. He said I had violated the health and safety from farting near the food. Well, really, it was just evidence like, hey, you've been eating our food when you shouldn't (laughs) have. (laughs) <laughs> it still smells like McNuggets, sir. I think I'm you should stay. I'm worried about your health. Uh, wow. Soren7550. It's our first woman, I think. Mm. Says, don't really know if this counts or not, but oh well. My boyfriend is a farter, and for the most part, he isn't embarrassed at all by it. However, every once and again, early in the morning, he'll let out a fart so loud and so unfart like. <laughs> Great term. What by is the an unfart like fart? I, I don't know, but I, I love the term. I'm just it, imagining something that sounds like wet paint hitting a <laughs> hitting a lawn or something. By the way, I always have to fart in the morning, yeah. and I wait for yeah. Anne to leave the room, and then it's just Ugh, a massacre. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, it's like it, it, the sun doesn't rise until I let one of those out. <laughs> oh, no. I, my wife has said a couple times, do you not fart when you're asleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it it's all saved up. Mm-hmm. It's all saved up and ready to go. All your lives are, are regenerated. you got ten hearts to fart out. Yep. Uh, I'm thinking of two dots. Uh, <laughs> anyway, a fart so loud and so unfart-like, it startles me awake. Leaving me completely confused like and rattled. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I'm awakened by such a noise, <laughs> I try to escape the bed, as you do when it sounds like something big is breaking. Oh, how embarrassing. That's the most embarrassing one I've heard. But that doesn't work out too well, as I had been asleep two seconds prior, and it's usually still dark. At the very least, he feels bad whenever this happens. Uh... It's still dark when you wake up. You work on a farm. 
cannot believe women fuck us. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. We're so disgusting. Why do they, sleep with, they sleep in the same bed with us. We're the worst things ever. Oh, it's so gross. Yeah, we're awful. I'll read yeah. one more. This one's from Awkward Loser. Uh, and it it starts with, this is fe- this is very gross, so feel free to skip, which makes me want to read it. Nope. Mm-hmm. But I was third basing it up on someone, and they started <laughs> farting very badly. This sort of thing can happen, and usually one rolls with it. Actually, usually one goes, hey, stop farting. But <laughs> no one ever says that. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had the opportunity to say it's that sure. like completely, like soberly. Please, hey. sir, stop, stop farting. Please stop farting. <laughs> stop farting. Okay, you're right. Usually one rolls with it. We're trying to it. unveil the new iPhone. Oh. <laughs> 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 To which the response is, I'm Apple CEO Steve Jobs. Can can anyone please just take a Steve Jobs keynote and put farts over everything? (laughs) I'm sure someone already has. Usually one rolls with it. However, this was overwhelming. Overwhelming farts is a great way to... That's an unfortunate fart. Uh, And there was a mutual feeling that the night was over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Ruined the mood. Oh, the Cinderella midnight fart. I, love I it. agreed to leave, and there was a non-verbal, let's not talk to each other anymore moment. Aw. Holy diver, it was awkward. <laughs> if it was a sitcom, I'd have crawled through the bathroom window. I'm sorry, awkward loser. Uh, uh, head first, like Pete Rose. That would be that I, would be awkward. <laughs> in third base. Um, this one already looks like a... Reminiscent of mine. It's happening the I love same reading fart stories. Itchy Sunbird says, "Picture it: me, an awkward, quiet, nerdy kid in the third grade, sitting in a cl- sitting in a class in school I had just recently transferred to. It was quiet because we were all doing individual work, and then I let out this epic fart. I was horrified. Faces turned red, and the kid behind me moved his desk back. <laughs> <laughs> I was already in a weird state mentally and emotionally due to a lot of changing schools that year." And boy, this didn't help. Luckily, as I've gotten older, I've developed a more of a fart sense uh, where I can tell if it's going to be a lab or not. I've used this ability to have some fun, especially back when I uh, I was a lab instructor because I would walk around hanging back, um, handing back papers or answering questions and just stealthily release farts. Some smelled, some didn't. However, it was ambiguous and nobody could tell it was me. I, I'll never forget, like, I was, I was a counselor in training at a, at a camp and there was this one asshole dip chewing like tobacco chewing redneck and snake eyes and he just he he just he just came up behind us and like dropped his pants to the ground like a fucking elementary schooler peeing and spread his ass cheeks and farted and we all like turned around and like it didn't make the the clap clap sound because there was no applause of the ass cheeks Uh it's like did it did his asshole just blink at us (laughs) (laughs) That happened. Uh, King Mob says, A few years ago, I got the news that my great-grandmother had died. This is how all good stories start. Uh, So like any any man mourning a relative, I turned to whiskey. Later in the evening, after drinking almost an entire bottle of uh, Telemore Dew, I was drunkenly setting in uh, to watch a mindless movie. Felt the urge to fart, did so, and discovered that it brought friends to the party. (laughs) I discovered the joy of trying to clean yourself up after sharding while completely hammered. Thanks, dead grandma. (laughs) Um, When he said it brought friends to the party, I thought he meant 
something I've experienced pretty often, which is that like if you're sitting by yourself and mm-hmm. you fart, that's the moment that somebody will pick to come over and talk to you. Oh, exactly. It, it mm-hmm. is terrifying. My, at my old job, like our, our desks were like kind of enclaves mm-hmm. with a tiny opening, and it's like, unlike the where we used to work, where like the desks were open, and I yeah. could I could blame someone else. They're sitting behind right. me. It's like you're walking into this wall of my farts. There's no way another <laughs> fart has has made it up over the mm-hmm. the giant the yeah the five foot tall barrier. Sorry, Aaron Baba says mine falls in the classroom category. I was taking a test in high school. The breakfast burrito. And, don't eat breakfast burritos What's in high school. Those, Your bodies man? aren't the breakfast. You're not ready for it. The breakfast burrito inside me had turned uh, from a delicious log of heaven into a satanic slab of fart fuel. As I shifted in my seat, tapping my pencil furiously, I knew it couldn't be helped. This had to happen. I managed to, well, manage the fart. I let up silent little squeaks uh, of relief. My my cheeks buzzed with joy. <laughs> it almost did a tickle up my spine. Within a few minutes, it was clear. I was in the clear, or so I thought. As the, <laughs> the last test was turned into my teacher, the class began to raise with volume. Talks of boring high school drama was a topic, as always. My mind drifted into how awesome the original Halo ODST looked. Don't judge me, he says in parentheses. It was in, the, it was in that state of mind that I let my guard down. I let one last hoot. Uh, but it was not the silent ghost I had felt coming. It was a thunderous crashing of the gods. <laughs> right then, at that moment, the class <laughs> fell into a brief pause of silence right as the fart made itself clear. There was no laughter, just acne-riddled faces turning in their chairs to try and find the culprit. Uh, what could I do but join in? In my mind, I felt <laughs> I'd managed to feign innocence. But uh, that was before the smell. Yeah, it was that bad. I almost, I also like that. That makes... If it makes you look even worse, where you actually like blame someone else? No, no, it oh, was yeah. it was Tim. It doesn't help. Um, Who is this writing this? Uh, that was Aaron Baba, I believe. Yeah, Aaron Baba. Good writing, Aaron Baba. Yeah, dude. Really, really funny. Uh, Triskitable tried flirting with a cute guy and let her rip. I backed out pretty quickly from that one. Oh. Okay. Sorry, a bunch of people are coming at me with other uh, shit. Uh, first post from Digits. What's your most embarrassing fart-related story? Come on. Uh, you know you've got one. Made her username just to post this story. Longtime listener and all that. Third grade class. Let an innocuous fart rip in the middle of a cursive writing session. Silent, but deadly. Was not innocuous at all. Stinks up the entire classroom. So bad, teacher stops class and asks whoever it was to leave. <laughs> I say nothing. She persists telling students to put their heads down so whoever it can can leave the room without anyone knowing. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't leave. I'm too scared. She goes around class asking each student individually if it was oh my them. God, I say he's obsessive. I say no again. She stopped class for at least 30 minutes to try and find the perpetrator. I persevered. <laughs> Glad I did too. Socially, I would have never recovered. Third grade. What kind of shitty teacher does that? A it's shitty one. First page. I want to read all of these. That's terrible. Yeah, it's uh, one of those teachers that assumes kids have no memory. Yeah, it's it's and like why, why would what you an adult f- considers normal for a kid, another kid will not. <laughs> Mexican would you fart shame. That's Mexican just, fart. Mexican skydiver says uh, the time I sharded stalactites in my pants uh, <laughs> while I was camping as at a camping ground at Big Sur, California. Uh, it was ten o'clock or 
12 a.m. They closed the public bathrooms for the night. I thought, okay, I need a fart. It's not so bad. But once the walls of my ass opened, it was the equivalent of a Russian missile strike in my pants. Now I thought, oh no, how am I going to explain this? And then I remembered that there was an ice cooler outside our tent with water inside of it. I got up, walked outside, threw the now rock-hard poopy underwear in the garbage. My mom wakes up and asks me, why, what, what, what were you doing up so late? I simply replied, I wanted some water. <laughs> they they never questioned why I had a missing pair of underwear that day. <laughs> oh, shit. Lazar J21. So I went to a uh, Hebrew day school. Huh. Uh, okay. Chock full of annoying little spoiled shit was. It was the one day of the week where we held a prayer session for the whole school, and I was saying blessing up on stage while the kid next to me was reading from the Torah. The kid let the loudest fart I've ever heard, so loud the microphone picked it up. Oh, God. Uh, but because he, because he looked totally unfazed, and I was the fat kid who was more interested in watching cartoons from before, I was uh, I was even born with what was, uh, what was hip for a 12-year-old in 2002. I got blamed and never got to live it down. I'm 24 now, and I ran to a classmate from school the other week, and they rep- recognized me as Rabbi Fartenstein. God. <laughs> Um, yeah. That's terrible. Somebody else take this. I want to read all of them. God damn it, I forgot to read these. And I forgot to play this. That's great. Fantastic. Some random chap says, I farted once and shit my pants. I laid in bed calling for my mom. I was five, so I guess it was kind of acceptable for that age. I can't wait till I'm 80 and it becomes acceptable slash expected once more. My kids will be cleaning streaks off the wall. Ungrateful bastards. We feel like we have some awesome writers in our... P.S. I don't have kids yet. I am talking in future tense, but I already know they will be shitty kids. (laughs) 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 Well, literally. he doesn't. No, we do have some awesome writers in the forums. It's crazy. (laughs) You guys are funny. Oh, and there's a response to that from Itchy Sunburn. My uncle, a grown-ass man in his 40s, once did this. We were all staying in a hotel room, me, my mom, my cousins, and my uncle, and he was joking around trying to release loud farts and ended up shitting himself. He immediately had an <laughs> oh-fuck look on his face, grabbed his pants, and took off to the bathroom. It certainly took the cool out of his walk for a good few hours <laughs> later. Just the way he described it, I imagine like a hee-haw banjo picking up like right when he did that. <laughs> Uh, Freak, Freak Monkey 9 says, I'd gotten mono a few years ago. It happened to be finals week when I was taking the oh, antibiotics for it. Heard about that. One morning in particular, I was going to be late for class, so I just shoved the pill in my mouth, not thinking about eating anything. I realized my horrible mistake and tried to eat an Oreo, but it was too late. I was going to suffer awful poisoning for the next week. This includes a moment in which I was playing Sonic Colors on DS, thinking that I just <laughs> had to fart. And the warning lights that go on when you're going to do more than fart didn't go off. It's not nearly as bad as the times Chris pooped himself, but it was still extremely surprising. Oh, God. Keegan says, I don't have any embarrassing fart stories. I'm proud of my farts. Boy. I raised, yeah. I raised them right, and when they're ready to go forth into the world on their own, they go with my blessing. Hashtag free your farts. <laughs> That's because Keegan's the best. <laughs> Moan for Stallone says, Years ago when I first got into bodybuilding, I upped my protein intake to 200 grams a day, so I had to eat a lot. I didn't know at the time that all that excess protein would turn to gas when not being used. 
I was Bally's gym doing sit-ups in the main area. In the main area of the gym, it's when like a with, pump for your asshole. Yeah. <laughs> when without my knowledge, I ripped a massive fart that I heard through my headphones, and it, <laughs> and it rang throughout the gym like a ship's horn when docking at a port. <laughs> I turned around to look, see if anyone had heard, and yes, they did. And it was all hot chicks shaking their heads in disgust. There was a buddy of mine. Uh, I'll never forget him. Let's call him Ding. And that's not his name. It's really stupid. Uh, he was on creatine or something like that, and he could mm. pump his leg and create farts. And he <laughs> wow. would just do something we eventually called the fart sprinkler. Like he'd pump it, his leg for like a minute, and then he'd spin in a circle and he just. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. It was great. I drooled everywhere. Farting on demand. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> From Xfinity. <laughs> uh, Trevor Aitken says. A few years ago, I was working alone at a Starbucks kiosk inside of a Safeway when the urging for a butt air splurgeon came about. <laughs> now, considering my farts per minute is about two and a half, I initially thought nothing of it, but in an instant, I went from passing gas to passing a squirt of shit soup. Realizing my breakfast burrito and coffee were expediting the digestion process and vacating my body, I tried to make an escape from the kiosk to the dingy employee shitter in the cafeteria upstairs. As I moved towards the kiosk saloon doors, a customer came to the till and ordered, I shit you not, a double chocolate chip frappuccino. <laughs> Going against every health code ever conceived, I reluctantly began to make his frozen sugar bomb while my balls were steeping in, <laughs> my balls were steeping in the crappuccino I had made in my pants. <laughs> the chafing that occurred is a burn I will not soon forget. Oh, no. After, after serving him his stupid drink while sporting the most pain-smiled ever, I hobbled self stiff-legged to the washroom to clean up my asshole's ground zero and discard the soiled underpants in the men's room paper towel disposal. Thanks for giving me a platform to share this tale and keep up the awesome work on the Laser Time oh, Network. That's a pretty rough one. I Well working is hard. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to shit while trying to make Generally, some of the I, I don't shit at work, period. So when I when I fart, I'm very careful. Oh, I do. Hmm. I don't. You don't go to work, period. Well, not anymore. No. <laughs> shit constantly at work now. I I I shit all the time at work. Nah, I can't do it. It's the only place I can shit. Uh, Smallberry. Hey, answered. Smallberry's hey. back. Wow. Similar to Michael's story, I gas chambered my GM. I'm an AS general manager. Getting out of an elevator. Being in India, I had eaten nothing but Indian food for three years straight. This is like. <laughs> It, I, like I only three. I also, also this was while I was still at Zynga, so some of you can derive pleasure from the fact that a Zynga GM had to <laughs> inhale my ass fart vindaloo. Uh, I like I, like when I started dating Heidi, he's like, "You want to go to Indian before we go out tonight?" I'm like, "No, no. I have no." And I, I never so told her why, it. and I eventually told him like, "That's ridiculous." And then one night it happened to her. So like we have this rule that like we do not, we only eat Indian in. We'll never go out to an Indian restaurant. Because <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah, I like the stage of a relationship where if one of you farts, you, neither of you acknowledge it. Hmm. It just didn't happen. For for years, she would adorably exclaim, What was that? Yeah. Like, Come on, man. You know what that was, didn't it? I know. We all know what that you was. All right. I got one more, then we got to close this out. Uh, Billy Dreamer says, Billy I was Dreamer. deployed to Kyrgyzstan in Whoa. 2006 when I had one of my lowest moments. 
It was probably around 05.30 in the morning, and the fellows I was posted with and myself were freezing our balls off in our guard shack. There was four of us in this 5x5 hut, and I would not stop blowing up our limited space with my ass gas. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that so funny? (laughs) Ass gas. It was too cold for my friends to go outside to get a breath of fresh air, so they had to sit through my rancid butthole coughs. (laughs) Man, it was so funny, and I was so clever. It was all going according to plan until I shit myself. (laughs) We were a good four miles from base, so I had to hand my weapon off and steal my NCOICs gator to drive back to the living quarters to change. It took about 20 minutes to drive there with a pants full of poop juice. I never lived it down, and I deserved every moment of ridicule. That's what you get for flying too close to the sun. Oh, pants full of poop juice. Thank you for your gassy service, Billy. You guys are brilliant. You should collaborate on a book about farts. I I feel a lot less funny now. This is like the only thing I'm good at. Pants full of poop juice. (laughs) All right, so new question of the week. Was there ever a really terrible license game that you played a ton as a kid and didn't realize it was bad until years later? I know for those of us in the Nintendo generation, there's a ton of these. Yeah. Uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Oh, yeah. Any was Simpsons one. game the, I played a ton the of. The first Ninja Turtles game. Yep. Fucking god awful. None of us realized it at the time. That, that's why I brought up this. Like these were some. These were games I, I strangely never played, and I played a ton of bad mm. licensed movie games. Yeah. I really did. I think to make it a licensed movie game tie-in, I played the Untouchables game by wow. Ocean that came to the NES a lot. Uh, I played Blues I think I Brothers it twice. in Wayne's World. In wow, my, like a lot, a Sorry. lot for NES. The Blues Brothers game was weird. It's it was really like weird. it was very Japanese. Yeah, yeah. It's it's clearly having no concept of what those characters are about. No, it was basically like a Mario style platformer, yep. but the characters look vaguely like the Blues Brothers. Yes, and collect musical notes, and mm-hmm. then that's where the similarities end to the yep. property. Yeah, mm. not a movie game, but I played the shit out of the brutally hard American Gladiators at an Did you really? SNES game. I wow. played it like I I could never beat it. Yeah, it's because it's not designed that way. Not designed. <laughs> it's not designed for you to win. You won. Uh, but I played the crap out of that because it was one of the few SNES games. After I beat A Link to the Past, it was like kind of the only other one I had until mm-hmm. I had Super Metroid, uh, which I should have gotten earlier. But I played that one like crazy, and all I remember is that it was really fucking hard. Like, really stupid, like, button presses to move across, uh, like, just high-speed button presses to move across shit, and... You ever played Gladiators? No, I, I, no, I, I have, actually. I, I did play the Home Alone game for Super oh, Nintendo wow. quite a bit. Uh, rented it a couple times. And I'll always associate that as <laughs> telling someone about it or trying to talk to someone about it in PE, a friend. And they just like turn to me and it's like, who cares about Nintendo games right now? We're running. Because like, we're doing jumping jacks. Yeah. And it's just like a moment of, don't you talk about anything but Nintendo games? Like mm. He really does. No, I really do He don't. really does. It's, it's great. It's yep. So if you know a kid like that, they grow up to be me. Mm-hmm. Just remember that. Mm-hmm. One time I, uh, we had a color printer. <laughs> Pretty cool. I know. <laughs> uh, that was I, al- also a terrible licensed game. I managed to find a uh, picture of boobies on the internet. Oh. And I printed it out and took it to my, <laughs> took it to my soccer practice. And showed it. Everybody. Everybody's umbros got a little bit tighter. Yeah. And, uh, Who was the first kid to rat you out? Oh, the gay the kid. Stupid kid. I think his name was Colin. Little blonde-haired piece of shit. 
Uh, yeah, I got, I got in a great, great little, great deal of trouble. Uh, but uh, hey, color, color printers. It took like 15 <laughs> minutes to print that picture out. I too. bet it was pixelated all to hell. Oh, I, yeah. I was reflecting on that recently. We were going on uh, Indian guides camping trip, and I had this. We found the magazine in the woods, which is how you had por- mm-hmm. you found porn before the internet. Of course, yeah. Adult Action Magazine, it was called, and it showed full penetration. It was fucking every page was nudity. It was great. It wasn't like Playboy, where there's like articles and bullshit. Yeah, like airbrushed a, woman standing around. A baker's dozen of tits, like, yeah. and then the rest of it articles about stereos. <laughs> it was like it was just all wall to wall porn. Tits for guys with imaginations. And my dad went through my bag. I didn't know he was going to do that before he put it in the car, and he's like, "We got to talk." I'm like, about what? Your choice of reading material and like the look <laughs> of his face, but I didn't realize until very recently, because if you if you've heard me talk a lot on this show, it was he's not homophobic, but the look of relief that I liked pussy on my dad's face was like, oh yeah, thank God he's been singing a lot of Disney show tunes. Uh, this is, thank God, like that's just one more thing I don't have to deal with. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was tough. I don't know why I shared that story. But, <laughs> I don't uh, either. Oh, it was about license game, wasn't it? Yes, I, I played. But after after playing uh, Pussy Lord, Pussy, after playing uh, American Gladiators on SNES, I printed out a picture of boobies and took it to soccer practice. It's fine. And then we all, me and my friends, jerked the turbo. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's either turbo or turbo. Anyway, bison. What, what was your game? Mine? Did you even say? Yeah. Uh, Blues Brothers and Wayne. Oh, right. Yeah. Blues Brothers and Wayne. But every Simpsons game I played, mm-hmm. uh, I rented every weekend. I yeah. almost beat the Simpsons arcade game, which, by the way, is fun. It's yeah. fine. Uh, I was on the last level about about to beat it, mm-hmm. and I was at a place called Golfland in Cupertino, California. Mm-hmm. And it was about 11.45. And they close at midnight, and he... Pulled the plug. Wow! On every arcade machine, Ooh, I, I was my. about to beat for the first time ever, for the only time ever. Mm-hmm. I've never beat it. The Simpsons arcade game, Mr. Burns, a big machine. And yeah, thirteen-year-old me was livid. You want to play it tonight? Still have it on the Xbox. Yes. Yeah, we can, I we can do. Get tonight. I, I call Bart. I we call were Bart. so close to beating it, and that's when Billy Mitchell came and shoved yeah. you aside. <laughs> like, fuck off, kid. I'm going to be the world champion in this game. And he got you killed Dude. and hammered on the button so it counted down the timer. And he like poured that, his trademark hot sauce in his eye. Was, that play, that stupid mini golf place with that stupid arcade is still there. I've never been back since because I was so mad about the power. Like, who just... First of all, that's not how you shut down an arcade machine. No. Pulling the plug. That's not how you shut down any computer of any no. kind. Pulling how the plug. dare you? You do that to your PS4, it's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of monster are you? Unbelievable. Pulling the plug on the Simpsons arcade You game. did not shut down Simpsons properly. But it's just like... Robobard is displeased. <laughs> at the same time, like I was savvy enough to like know the argument that I had, which is... Do you know how many quarters I've put into this and would continue to... You, just, you don't want money? You piece of shit. He uh, might have been a teenager making like three seventy five yeah, an sure. hour, whatever Canadian no, minimum was, wage is. No, he was an old bald man who mm. ran the place. Pissed off. Yeah. But I loved that arcade game, that stupid arcade game, because it had characters I knew. Uh, 
What's a licensed game that you played the shit out of when you were a kid without realizing it was terrible? Yeah. Let preferably us know. Preferably crappy. Yeah, preferably crappy. It, it, it has to be crappy. Yeah. What's the crappiest licensed game you yeah. played as a kid without realizing it was crappy? I hope it was Shrek for some of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it Chronicles was. Chronicles of Riddick because I'm gifted. It's a fart button. Chronicles of Riddick was good. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, posting your answer under Laser Time Show Discussion. Whoever starts the thread by posting the question and an answer gets read first on next week's show or you can post a comment under the article for episode 75 on vidjagameapocalypse.com and we might read that too so plugs uh, follow me at wikiparas on twitter follow the show again at vgapocalypse somebody else go Christopher Antista Cantista on twitter but I recommend Laser Time Show on Facebook and Twitter yeah, twitch.tv slash laser time and laser time network on YouTube. But uh, we should have two new videos coming to you this week, including hopefully a funnier and more streamlined version of the 50 minute conversation we had earlier in this show. I cannot imagine I'm interesting any of you listening and to watch that. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah, that and um, laser time this week, uh, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. We were hankering for some more space adventures. I'm hankering and we, for more Hank. He's on the show. Hey! And with the special guest uh, Dave Rudden and Bob Mackey of uh, Retronauts uh, fame, U.S. Gamer fame. Great guys on there. All it, like I love, I love both of their choices in particular because um, I would I did not think of them. And Dave, Dave in particular hit me really hard. You you would agree with Dave's I, underrated choices. Well, I would. Mm. I'm a big Bob Mackie fan. Mm. I don't think he knows who I am, even though he sees me now and then. He's he knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, listens to the show. He done, he knows exactly who you are. Tyler mm-hmm. underscore wild, wild on Twitter with an E mm-hmm. with an E. Does Wildfowl not happen anymore? Not really. Okay. Uh, I wish Oscar Wilde quote accounts would stop following mm-hmm. me. I've blocked mm-hmm. about six of them. Mm-hmm. Stop putting your name in your tweets. As have my friends. Anyone who follows me has been blocking Oscar Wilde quote accounts. Uh, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, I work at PC Gamer. It's uh, PCGamer.com. It's a pretty good website if you want news about video games. Hey, it affects all of you, even console gamers, because everything's on PC. You guys heard about Sonic this year. I was happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. See, everything is PC. Come mm-hmm. on. Don't you want to know about weird storytelling uh, FMV games? Nope. Don't. Nope. Yeah, you do. You're losing the audience out there. Come on, bring it no, back. No, I shit. Bring it bring back. back. Bring it bring back. It back. You want to know about stuff like Lovely Planet, great game, which Ooh. I reviewed. Or the secret uh, Tekken moves you can find in the Dark Souls PC version. Yeah. yeah. That's, is that true? Yeah, yeah it, Apparently. True. Oh. It, who knows? It could be an unofficial mod. Hey, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Uh, go to PC Gamer. Watch our show, most of all. Go to YouTube.com slash PC Gamer. We're working really hard on the show. We post an episode every other week. Mm-hmm. We think it's really good. We try really hard, and I think I like it. It's good. <laughs> it should be the quote on the box when it comes uh, to DVD. I think I like it. <laughs> they tried really hard. <laughs> they tried really hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a good show. You should watch it. Man. Right. We had uh, you know Obsidian on the other episode, talking all kinds of stuff about Fallout New Vegas at school. Nice. All right. Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. Peace. Bye.
makes it makes it easier to cut all the uhs out when I know what they look like. It's weird. Like mm-hmm. when we had to cut fucks out, like I was able to recognize fucking fuck. waveform. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fuck. It looks fuck. like a big blob yep. and then a little one for the K. Yep. Nice. Fuck. Fuck. 